Hello, hello and welcome to the Comics Pals. We are live. It is Saturday morning, bright and early. Say hello if you are watching us live. Um, interesting week. I mean, nothing really happened this week uh, in, in the news, so I'm not sure mm. all the way what we're going to talk about. Nothing no, major. We, we got nothing. We got nothing. No. I'm kind of sick. I got a cold. I've been really suffering with the past couple of days. I could probably talk about that for a while. Uh, Silva's back. That's hey. Oh, okay. Welcome. That's news, right it's there. It's been a while. Yeah, that is that is news. We'll do we'll do the whole show about that. Yeah. Um, because there's nothing else to talk about. I believe that. Hmm. Wait a minute. I remember something happening. What's that? Um. I think Ooh, I read something it. I think, you go it has to do with the number, right? A Roman numeral, as it were. Roman numeral. Um, it was two Roman numerals, I believe. Huh. I'm actually legit confused. I, no IV. IV. What do you know mm. what IV is, Cal? Well, that's what I need at the moment. Sure. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not, it's not even early where you are. You don't need it. Sean and I need the IV drip right now. <laughs> I would love an IV drip right now. But I, mean, um, I believe it's Roman. It's not. It's not Roman four. I mean, is it Roman four? Can I? Say you guys that? better get to the fucking bit. Please. Fantastic <laughs> four got delayed, guys. Fantastic. Oh <laughs> my god. Yeah. Oh, and uh, we have a friend mm-hmm. Kefis in the chat. Uh, this. Oh, Kefis, Fantastic Four. Kefis, Fantastic Four. Sean. Sean. Kefis, Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Kefis. Sean, wait. That reminds me of something. Wait. 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 Kale, wasn't can I go there back? a? Wasn't there a bet? Yeah. You know what? I might be able to to just go back in the time machine. Why don't I? So, there was a little bet that came up in the Discord hmm. uh, between Kefis and Manny. Because Manny said that this movie, he believed, would firmly release in 2024. And Kefis said, I don't know if this movie is ever coming out. And so Kefis said, let's, let's bet an omnibus. So, winner, <laughs> uh, loser gets the winner an omnibus. On his end, saying that this movie will not release on or before December thirty first, twenty twenty four. I think I want to take that action. You're saying it will release in twenty twenty four? Yeah. And as you all know, you know if you're a regular listener, you know that I am currently locked in a bet with Kefis, one of the listeners who. Bet with me, basically, that Fantastic Four would not release before the year 2025. And I said, Kefis, my man, you're bugging. It's definitely going to come out before 2025. And so the release date is November 8th, 2024. You got to hit that 24. That's a nail biter. That's a nail biter. It's 37 days. So all right. So what happens if they push it back? Do you do you lose the bet? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It has it has to release within that window. They can delay it up to thirty seven days, but if they go past that, I lose the bet. Now I'll tell you this: I think there is a zero percent chance that this movie is delayed into twenty twenty five, barring some insane disaster.
Hi guys, we're back. Wow. I have regrets. <laughs> and the first regret, the biggest regret. It's putting me on the show. Is that I ever <laughs> had the idea of saying, hey, what if we invite Tyler onto the show? It's my six, biggest regret. Six years ago, Sean had the idea. Let's start the comics, pals. That was that's a regret too. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Well done, Tyler. Well done. That's how I whoever spent Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever you needed to get those times. I don't know if you did it by yourself, but like I, if you I had a team, like people. congratulations, you guys do a lap. Wow. Thanks, Catherine, for the sub. Really appreciate that. Uh, listen, <laughs> Quick. the news there. is out. The news is out. Fantastic Four has been delayed. It's real. It happened. But it's all Blade's fault. Oh, wow. All Blade's oh, bl fault. Blame the oh. black guy. Here we go. Wow. wow. I am the black guy. I blame mm, you for getting this wrong. Some, some <laughs> I, no. What do they call? What do they call that on Fox News? Some black don't black don't do one. it. No. <laughs> what do they call it on Fox News? <laughs> I listen. You know Chicago, Cal. No, no. That's what I was. Thinking. <laughs> we're we're gonna talk about all of the reasons why this happened later, but for those of you who don't know what all this is about. Well, I guess Tyler's video did a great job explaining. Kefis and I have the bet, which we still have, okay? I have not lost. I, I agree. I will say this mm. cannot be done until we have, like, trailers for it. I think trailers yeah. is safe with the date. Even then, I'm not yep. even fully comfortable the, with it. The date has to pass. We If we have okay. to slip into 2025 before I'm paying out. Fair is fair. Because I, I, I think there could be a, a world here where Blade gets so delayed, they're like, all right, we got to push some stuff forward, you know? That's right. Exactly. Mm. You're exactly right. I'll have it's not over. ready for Kefis with Discord. Uh, I, don't, and everything. I don't quit. I don't submit. This bet is not over. We are years from an outcome, okay? I demand a recount. You're like, I'm, uh, I, I will like not Rick admit Flair. defeat. <laughs> you're like Ric Flair once he like flops onto the floor and gets right back up sort of thing, you know? <laughs> have we have we seen a case where they push movies forward like that? Yes, we, we have. I'm sure you uh, – I'm trying to remember. Was it Quantumania was one of them? Or, and one of the Ant-Mans was. Uh, uh, push listen, it's happened many times in history, okay? Mm. It can happen again. I think Marvel – would rather the world end than them not get Fantastic Four well, out in the year 2024. So I think they're going to find a way. Life always finds a way. Kevin Feige finds a way. Okay? It's going to happen. So, Kevin, <laughs> don't count. Don't don't go to Amazon.com. Don't, don't go to, you know, uh, DCBScomics.com and start picking out <laughs> The omnibus. Instock, instock trades.com. Instock trades is a good one as well. I recommend that one. Don't 
don't go and 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 try to because listen, there's a lot more that could come out. You never know. <laughs> don't go and pick the omnibus out yet. We're still in this thing. All right. I'm not giving up. We're knocked down. We are, but we get back up. It's not over. Big uh, Chumbawamba fan, huh? I don't know what that means. Okay. Well, he get knocked down. He get back up again. Thanks, Kel. All I know is that in the end, I will prevail. Mm. That's uh, you know what that is. That's some Doctor Doom shit right there. That's true. This, despite all evidence to the contrary, at the moment, listen. Four will release in 2024. That's all I know. Let me add more notes to my uh, of when I need to take film edits. Uh, so yep. October 15th, 2022. <laughs> Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Listen, I play Doctor Doom. I would. I can see it. I I never I never would have thought Kefis would have been the the Reed Richards in this scenario. <laughs> never would have picked it. Yeah. He's not. I've got the. I've got the hair for it. I've got the the you know, the grays in the right spot for the I Reed could, Richards. I could be Doom. I got the face for Doom. Hey, what? In Secret Wars, we learned Doom's a pretty hot guy. He just has a weird scar. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Where's your weird scar? I have one from my dog right here. Oh, all right. Was, uh, she she uh had a rage and uh, bit me. Well, that's what I feel like Flame doing right away. now. You want? Oh, hey, Sean. Hey, you'll talk to me later. Wow. Oh, Kef is, Kef, <laughs> you know, you know, Kef Kef says chat, he right? is very tall. He's six five. Oh, wow. It's like Reed Richards. Yeah. Well, Reed Richards is his height is variable. I don't think. Yeah, come on. There's a few. There's a few things variable. Think, variable about Reed Richards. Do you think Reed's like and, dating profile just says like height, whatever you want? And a <laughs> well. Oh God. Kefis <laughs> says his wife. Hey, well. All right, so you've got the read thing going. You 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 do have that going. That's fine. But Doctor Doom, it, listen, I think Doctor Doom can make a movie come out whenever he wants. I'll say that. So, mm. we'll see after uh, Wakanda Forever. I'm I still have a bet with myself that we'll see some Doom then. That we'll see Doctor Doom in Wakanda Forever. End credits. Doom. Doom. Uh. 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 Doom drop and credits Wakanda forever. Listen, hmm. I'm not taking. I'm not doing a bet. This is not. I, I'm learning the comic <laughs> lesson here. There's no bet involved. This is just for me. I, I don't think I've lost a bet yet. I don't think sounds, I have. Sounds sounds to me like you have. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't well, lost a bet. You, you didn't bet until... that Marco would be on the show today, did you? <laughs> Sorry, you would have lost, <laughs> lost that one if you bet Marco was on the show today. I didn't. I'm the one who said on Thursday. I think Marco's not on the show, and you told me he was. I I don't think I don't feel that I've lost this bet, and neither does Kefis. See, there you go. We're we're aligned. Just like I said when they announced the release date, the bet's not over. Okay. I don't think the bet's over. All right. So I need I need the boys to come out with more really depressing music uh, by then, by like season four or whatever, um, so I can use that in the next edit. The boys? You don't have to wait for the boys to find depressing music. Well, I specifically like, I used the uh, Homelander freaking out music uh, in that video, so. I'm not Homelander. How dare you compare me to that hack? Wow. Don't let him hear that. Sounds like something uh, Homelander would say. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite Homelander of you. 
<laughs> wow. Well, uh, make, before you say something like that, Sean, you got to say uh, no Homelander beforehand. That's how <laughs> you get past it. It's like, I don't mean it. I don't mean it like that. You know, Tyler trying to get us in trouble again. Uh, wow. If you want to if you want to help me pay Kevin's. <laughs> <laughs> patreon.com slash the comics files where for as little as three dollars a month you can support your boys uh and get some really cool stuff out of it too um you can get our exclusive show palling around uh which we gotta we gotta put a new one out we gotta record one uh sean can i just make one quick mention uh i gotta say we had a, this is the most active the chat's been in a while and people came to see your downfall <laughs> I like realize that no, there's people. nothing yeah. people love more, and and I and I I'm, thank you, Tyler. I'm glad you brought that up because I do have something to say about that. Okay, there's nothing people love more than to see a winner lose. And oh, let me I tell you something, people. With this, okay. Hold well, on, <laughs> hold on. I'm on my soapbox. Let me tell you something, people. You came to the wrong show if that's what you want to see. I haven't lost yet. Okay? What year is it? It's not 2025. It's 2022. I know it feels later because of COVID and all that stuff, but it's 2022. So until Kevin Feige tells me, listen, man, that movie's coming out in 2025, Jack. Until I hear those words, all right? You got to tell him, like, well, the name's Sean, not Jack. I'm convinced that that I, I will win this bet. We will see Fantastic Four in 2024, and Kefis is going to have to pay up. Eat crow. Is that what they say? Who's going to eat crow? Kefis isn't crowing. You are crowing. You guys are crowing. I don't know what the, the chat's crowing. Means. I, yeah. Hey, Tyler, who are you rooting, rooting for in this, uh, in this one? I, I know who I'm rooting for. Uh, <clears throat> I'm so. We have to go with Kefis on this one. No offense, Sean. Sean. Why? Kefis, he came back. He came from my show originally. He was. I was at your house. I, I yeah. Okay, you got, you got points. You got points there. But Kefis, he was a long box boy before this. So you know. Uh, so was I. You fool. I know. I, you I helped you promote your show. You, uh, I did your show. What do you mean? Uh, yeah, what you do you mean? He's a long box Smash boy. Brothers episode, Sean. <laughs> what do you? Yikes. What did you say? You didn't put it in Smash Brothers episode. That wasn't my fault. Blame hey. the guy with a wedding next week. Ooh, wow. <laughs> I showed up. Wow. I did my part. A wedding next week. That definitely ain't me. Um, well, Patreon. Yes. <laughs> uh, and one of the things you can get from our Patreon page is a superhero or supervillain nickname and a shout out. <laughs> I would say today, all you're all supervillains. <laughs> <laughs> all of you. At least in my in my life. The way you guys have done me dirty. I can't believe the turn. I can't believe it. But the turn? Yes. Were, were, was there anybody actually on your side here? Sean, do you do you consider consider yourself like a heel or a face? Mm. Uh, face. Definitely. Right? What do I, I consider myself? Of course I consider yeah. myself a face. Yeah. So that so when people consider themselves a face, that's when they get that that go away heat. So Yeah. No. <laughs> it, it, completely wrong okay you know the 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 real the real thing is it's up to the people to decide and i'm saying the people have chosen wrong Catherine <laughs> says i ain't even said whose side i i'm i was on <laughs> you don't need to you don't need to it, i understand well, what's did. happening 
Sean Sean is full on turned on to the rock promoting Black Adam. Just like, <laughs> eh, okay. We we get you it. Give spoilers for next week's episode, Sean. Because that's what the rock's been doing too. So we're gonna be talking about that too. Uh <laughs> and and you know, it's it's apropos, uh, Catherine, that you've now turned on me. Um, because you're actually getting a shout out here. So here here are the here are all the people here are all the people who have turned on me. Well, not all. Not they're not all here. Um here's a list of all my enemies. <laughs> yes. A very uh, Reed Richards thing to say. I mean, you guys cast me as Doom, so it doesn't even matter what I think at this point. Uh thank you to Thunderstruck, Rebecca Alejandro, the Night Stalker, Harris Najinsky, Brian Demolisher Del Pozo. Random Rocio, Kefis, the Incorruptible, <laughs> the Great Destroyer, Hyper Viper eighty nine, Momentum Mike Elliott, Starcross Catherine Stars, and the Ultimate Fighter Snake of Talons, a guy by the way who I happen to really like. All right, does he make the live show? No, but he also doesn't disparage me. So thank you. Uh, Snake, uh, uh, just a little uh, uh, pointer. Uh, make bets with Sean. He's not very good at them, apparently. So just go ahead. And just Not very good at them. Yeah, I don't know, man. He's got a whole podcast where he goes and whines about losing them. So. I didn't lose. <laughs> I haven't lost. All I've done, all I've, I, I, I've done, I've done more gloating than whining because I haven't lost yet. Marco <laughs> challenged me. What happened with that? He did. Uh, apparently we legitimately don't know where Marco is. Hopefully I don't have to come back next week and apologize about that. <laughs> That's a whole different show. We're going to have a guest next week. I don't want to, you know, have That'd to be awkward. Yeah. Or what, how would we, well, we I don't we even usually know give him like 15 doing. minutes before the show to, to catch him up to speed. That'd be fine. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> but then we have to catch the audience up. Um, uh, true. Yeah. If you want to watch this show live so you can see me fight with the audience, uh, twitch.tv slash the comics pals every single Saturday at 10 15 a.m. If you want to watch Pals Pulls Live, which is our show where we review comics, that is every single Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Um, watch our latest book club. That, of course, being, uh, gosh, what do we do? Oh, Blackest Night. That was really fun. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, oh, join our Discord server, youtube.com slash the comics pals. Uh, subscribe for free, like the video, share it with your friends. All that's free to do and helps out a lot more than it costs you. Thank you so much for getting us over 700 subs over there. Um, that's awesome. We really appreciate that. Keep it up. Keep subbing if you're not subbed. Just if you don't even watch on YouTube, just head on over, hit the subscribe button, and uh, go about your day. Watch our interviews from New York Comic Con while you're there. We did a bunch, yeah. they're all out. Uh, we've gotten a lot of you know positive feedback. Thank you, huge shout out to all the creators who joined us uh, for that, who agreed to do interviews. That's awesome. Uh, thank you to Tyler and Marco for sacrificing their time to get those out for you guys on a timely uh, scale. Not, not, not much of a sacrifice for me when I'm at my computer anyway. So yeah, yeah fair enough. It. Do you know uh, which one's hey, doing Jim. the best uh, uh, views wise? Do I know who's doing yeah. the best? Uh, I think I think it was uh, wasn't it Rom V? It is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I was a, I was a pleasant surprise, you know. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, cool. Hey, Rom V's huge, I know, but, you, but like you have Scott Snyder no, and like I Tom King there that. too. You know, I was like, yeah, oh, all right, cool to see. Yeah, 
Rom V is not only huge in comics. Rom V is uh, pretty, you know, huge in stature, tall, a tall man. I didn't realize that. Huh. This is our first lot, time lot meeting Rom in person. On men's heights, this episode. <laughs> well, listen, you know, we're very, uh, we're very focused on such. You things. sound like my worst fear when it comes to people viewing my Tinder profile. <laughs> is it really? Listen, yeah, short kings need love too. That's what I heard. I feel like the only place a short king is going to be able to find anyone is at like a live podcast viewing, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> wow. People um, so last week we did the New York Comic Con recap. And so we weren't even able to get to um, the listener comments or anything like that from the Jeff Johns interview that we did, mm-hmm. which was, uh, you know, a huge moment for us. Seriously. Serious thank you to everybody who showed up for that, made that, you know, as cool as it was and has watched it. Uh, 1,600 of you have watched it. Countless others. I don't even know the number that have checked it out uh, <clears throat> elsewhere um, <throat> on podcast platforms and et cetera. So huge shout out to all of you for that. Um, check out our interviews uh, again. Like, I really, really want to know what you guys think about what some of these creators had to say this this past weekend at Comic-Con. It was a hugely um, fulfilling experience on a lot of levels. Uh, like this time last year, we were in a different place. So it's really cool to be where we're at now um, and all the great things that are going on. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I just want to say great. Uh, you know, uh, I, I haven't been to a Comic-Con to do that stuff in a long time but i just want to on behalf of the audience thank you guys for for doing that and and reaching out and uh, doing what you do at those uh because that's i think those interviews are an underrepresented moment in comics and i think it's really important uh so on behalf of the audience and people who want to know that stuff thank you for doing them um and great work well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I will take um I will take that on behalf of Tyler and Marco. Um because really I know you're saying it to me. So thank you. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm I'm really not like those guys, I swear. <laughs> oh god. All right. So uh Tyler stepped away, so I will I will read the listener comments unless you have them handy, Kill, and you want to do Um that. I can get them. Why would right you now. not? Why would I even say that? Of course you have them handy. Yep. <clears throat> All right. This this one is from our good pal Dan Trudeau from episode three eleven NYCC two oh two two recap. Dan says, just wanted to say congrats on your New York Comic Con interviews. I imagine there's real pressure trying to get meaningful answers in such a short window, but you pulled it off. You can tell they appreciate the thought and perspective you put into it. Nice work. Uh, in let's, terms of an... Oh, oh sorry. I was going to say, let's respond to that part. And then... Yeah. Um, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, it, it, it can be pressure. Uh, depends, like... Sometimes you go up to a creator and you think you have like they're going to, you know, like you you go to them and you say, hey, do you have time? And, and you think they're going to say like, yeah, we'll do tomorrow at this time. And you can go home and prepare, scribble your notes or whatever, mm. um, catch up on reading their work or whatever it is. And sometimes they say, like Tom said to me, like, hey, let's do it right now. 
Um, I was gonna I was gonna ask about that because we've been trying to get Tom forever. So in in that particular, uh, there was a line, but it was for Clay Man. Tom was sitting right next to Clay, but Tom didn't really have much going on. In fact, Tom stood up at one point just to kind of like look at his setup he, to he, evaluate he it. His books, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. This year. yeah, yeah. And then and then uh, sat back down, and we you know we slid in. Um, and he said, yeah, let's do it right now. So uh, I didn't have any prep time, but that's okay. Uh, I've gotten used to that. So, um, you know, it was I, I, I really enjoyed speaking with Tom. It was a lot of fun. Hope to do it again. Uh, Tyler, what about you, man? I mean, you hadn't done any interviews no. for us before. So I've never done interviews on the floor. Yeah. Not, <laughs> no, not, at, never, not at a never convention. I did. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh... I had one interview on uh, on the long box with Ryan Brown from um, God Hates Astronauts, and I was not happy with with how I did on that. Um, so my, uh, I guess, perception on how I interview was like, oh yeah, I'm not great at it. Um, but this was uh, I got thrown into the fire, you know, like like the Snyder interview. I didn't know what was happening for 20 minutes, and because Marco and I are millennials, we didn't call Sean. We just texted him to let him know. Um, <laughs> which he didn't see. So <laughs> so I was like, oh okay, I guess I'll do it. Uh, and I, you know, just, you know, steeled myself and, and did it. Um, but, uh, it was, it was fun. I think I got, I, I definitely got more comfortable as the weekend went on, you For know, sure. um, re-editing those. I realized the things I need to work on, but you know, it's fine. It's fine. That's a lot of us. How do, I don't know how to get rid of the, uh, in my, it's like a, it's, it's a, it's a vocal, uh, loading screen. You need speech therapy, man. It's just such a. It's uh, I sometimes I listen therapist friends talk to them, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my god, why do I do these things? But um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's yeah, just, you just did it's it just, right there. There, you know, exactly. Like, there yeah. you go. Uh, but yeah, thank you for that, Dan. <clears throat> uh, here's the second half of that comment. Dan says, in terms of announcements, I'm just happy to see some Superman books I want to buy. I love the character, but really dislike the way. He's been handled in recent years on the page and big screen. I picked up the last issue of Action Comics on your suggestion and thought, that's more like it, when I was finished. The other announced books seem to be following suit. Yeah, the new Superman line looks like it's going to be great. Uh, I've never been so excited. The only other time I was genuinely excited for Superman was when JMS joined the book j michael straczynski oh boy i thought that that was gonna like i couldn't believe how good the thor stuff was the spider-man stuff i was like this is gonna knock me away this will be my way into superman and then my man took a walk for (laughs) 14 issues and i was out guy said i'm gonna write my forest uh forest gump fanfic right now (laughs) (laughs) with superman All right. Uh, Steve Hughes on the same episode says, uh, just discovered you guys tonight, listening to a couple of recent shows here on YouTube. Subscribe. Loving the DC news. Greetings from England. Hey, thanks. Uh, Kale, you you, you got anything to say to this guy? He's from England. Kale's barely from England. (laughs) (laughs) He's not from England (laughs) at all. Yeah. uh, Hang on. Hang on. Let me uh, let me think. Oi, mate. Hello, oh, governor. Oh oh well, welcome to the uh, the chippy. Damn, this is white on white crime right now. <laughs> <laughs> how's uh, Steve? How's the cost of living crisis treating you? Oh, yeah, how's the energy over there? Oof. Oof. 
Well, if you came for DC news, you're definitely going to be disappointed today because the only DC news we're talking about is uh, Black Adam. And we're going to talk about our excitement level, given that the movie comes out next week. So Fuck, I don't oh. even know. Minimal. <laughs> That's yeah. how I describe it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Alexander Bruno says, I'm bummed I kept passing you guys while you were interviewing people, and I didn't want to scare Marco because he was very focused behind the camera. You should have. You should have, yeah. Should have uh, kicked him. Next time. Oh, I don't want to go that far. But, like, uh, we're, we are super approachable. Um, like, once someone's recording a video, the other two guys aren't doing shit. You know, like, yep. <laughs> so we're just, we have a timer going on. As long as the timer, we're taking the timer, it's like, all right wrap it up sort of thing so like next time if they you know if there's next time definitely feel free to approach us one of the things i was doing during your tom king interview sean was like uh tom's line started growing as you started the interview um so i was playing i was playing a bit of a blocking a line line monitor actually i yeah. was talking to the people online you know i was like all right what do you got what are you getting ready to get signed some guy was showing me his books handing out cards you know i was doing a little bit of that so feel free yeah, nice. we we actually got a few people who said a similar thing, and yeah, just come up to us. Um, we are we are very very down to meet you guys. Um, and mm. quite yeah, quite frankly, like it it, it it looks like we're you know what we're doing is really really crazy because we've got this huge camera cannon and all that, but you know we're we're we we welcome it. Ahead, and that that doesn't mess up the uh, recording either because at all i mean unless you bump the camera but like you know uh it won't you know affect the sound quality or anything because that's all coming through the microphone yeah. so you know feel free to come up say hi loudly kick marco yeah even yeah. if you notice like the camera is face like facing like a crowd or something and you want to like wave to the camera in the background as like an easter egg uh that'd be fun absolutely do, do it don't do that. No, I say do, do that. That's fun. Oh, and I can, I can edit that with some fun. I can blur your face out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pete Foltz on the Tom King interview says, quick, but such a good and fun interview. Well done, Sean. I know who you are, Pete Foltz. Okay. <laughs> Yikes. I know who you are. And to you, I say, Thanks. <laughs> Sean Sean had no idea that was happening either. Like you were the Tom mm. King thing. It's like you just got to the con. You're, you know, th- six inches deep into a pretzel. And then six we're like, inches. yo, you're like, yo, Sean, you ready for this? And you were like, oh, yeah, yeah. You were on the ball on that one. So kudos to you, Sean. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, I, I learned a long time ago that I cannot get ready at Comic-Con. I have to just stay ready. Right, um, and listen, there's nowhere Sean would rather be than six inches deep in a pretzel. Mm, I, I can think of Sean a, likes a pretzel. Few. I really, really do. Yeah. And unfortunately, the quality of the pretzels this year was very low. There was one year. No, there were two years where they had Bavarian pretzels at Comic-Con. Ooh. Ooh, and I just about died. Like heaven for me would include Bavarian pretzels. Heaven is for real. <laughs> if there are Bavarian pretzels, yeah. Maybe heaven is in Bavaria. Could be. Maybe Latveria. Mm, <clears throat> no, only Doom is in Latveria. Fair, fair. 
All right, here's a couple of comments from our Jeff Johns interview. Dave Lothar says, terrific and fun interview, well-produced, one of the best comic book writers ever. And Alexander Bruno says, this was so awesome, guys. That was two hours that flew by. Really good job. Tyler was silent for the first time. <laughs> hey, we got the, the, the first comment was like, great production. That's what I was fucking doing. I was making sure things didn't break. All right. Next time there's That's someone it. on it, now that I'm confident in the setup, I'm going to be talking too much. So, Hey, Jeff Johns complimented you. He said, wow, I can't yeah, believe yeah. these images are coming up when I'm talking mm -hmm. about this stuff. Mm -hmm. did. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <clears throat> this was uh, one of the few interviews we've done on the show where I was listening to it and I was like, I don't want this to end. Sure. I, I rewatched the show. <clears throat> Me yeah. too. Like I listened to it. Yeah, uh, we got we got it's it's hard to like even put into words how much awesome feedback we got even throughout the weekend about this interview. My, my dad was texting me. He's like, "Hey, my friends, uh, my friend saw your podcast. He was surprised you got Jeff Johns." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, me too." <laughs> yeah, everyone I've told, like people who know comics or whatever, they're like, "Oh my god, you got Jeff Johns." Yeah. That's what we said. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> That's what we said. So, and, and hopefully we can do that again. That I would love to do that again. Oh, it, I mean, he he seemed like he was having a good time. So I think I'm 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 hopeful. Yeah, and it's emboldening too. We're we're definitely going to keep having, you know, big guests on the show. Um, we're seeking that out actively. So if there are people you want us to have on the show, let us know. Maybe at them on Twitter. Yeah, let them know. Tell them, Welcome. hey. <laughs> yeah annoy them even like if there if there are other like a podcast you listen to or you know uh instagram accounts or like tiktokers um i think we'd be down for something like that too right a little, a little i wouldn't collab i wouldn't know what to do with a tiktoker but yeah i mean we'd have to do dance, sure. dancing on, we'd have to dance i'm an all right dancer i feel like you would be a decent dancer i need to, i'd have to limber up for sure but sure okay yeah let's get you some I almost said lube. Still said it. <laughs> oh my god! No like filter. Oil you like the Tin Man. That's what I was. That's yeah. what I was thinking of in terms of lubricant. Lube. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're gonna need to lube me up to accept Black Adam next week, October fifteenth. I'll make sure I keep that sound. You could have phrased that better. <laughs> I phrased it how I segue, wanted to. So. That was that was. Uh, <laughs> I choose my words carefully. Um, so Black Adam is finally upon us and i've been trying to gauge my hype level because i thought hey yeah this is what the rock has wanted for all these years you know the rock has talked a lot about um wanting to play this character even before the big superhero boom we've heard about black adam being the rock's go-to character and which I gotta say, fifteen yeah. years ago, that is his go-to. Strange choice, Mister Johnson. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it makes sense. Like I guess maybe it would have made more sense for him to want to play like John Stewart. But for The Rock to see himself a former wrestler as yeah, I'm this you know guy who lives on the fringe between good and bad. I'm this Egyptian royalty. I I could see him. 
you know, hearing about this character from someone else, not certainly not reading the books, but hearing about the character and saying, yeah, this speaks to me and and all that stuff. So I, I, I buy it. I think a lot of people have expressed, you know, a question mark as far as whether he's being sincere about this. I don't question that. I, I, I do feel like The Rock is a, a pretty sincere guy, and I don't think mm-hmm. he would have a need do to you? go this hard for the character if he didn't care because The Rock makes a lot of money every year. Mm-hmm. I My thing with The Rock, my, my thing, thing with Dwayne is that um, I don't think he's – I do think he cares, especially about Black Adam. But I, I always feel like this dude is constantly working, you know, this, this 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 guy hasn't hasn't been shooting in a long time. This guy's constantly on the uh, on the promo train. Like anytime I see him talk, it's just like, all right, let me promote, 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 promote my energy drink, promote Black Adam in the same half sentence. You know, like uh, where it's both insincere and sincere at the same time. It's like this weird thing that I, I feel like only the Rock can do. Um, where it's like, oh yeah, I, I see your excitement for something, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like I feel like you're being a little too. Uh, he he's been promoting this almost a little too much for me, where it's killed my hype for it. Well, yeah, so I I I do agree with that in the sense that my hype level is lower because of how much promotion there's yeah. been for this movie. I kind of don't want to hear The Rock talk about it anymore. I want to see it and make up my own mind, and I don't want any slogans or catchphrases. But again, if you know Dwayne Johnson from wrestling, this is par for the course. This is what he does. And I get that part. I have a feeling, and we're going to do the review next week, so you know, you'll know you hear our thoughts, but I have a feeling that this is going to be a rockification of, of Black Adam. I, I think it's pretty clear that we're headed down that path yeah. where – Black Adam is going to be a way more important character in the wider DCU, DCFU, than he ought to be because of who's playing him. And sure, we've seen that happen in in, in Marvel to some degree, but they earn it through the films themselves, I think, and through performances. You know, is Ant-Man as big of a character in the comics as he is in the movies? No, but hey... You got Paul Rudd, and they've made it work. It's been great. It's been really fun. Um, Black Adam's a villain. Of I, I think of Black Adam as a villain first, with the potential to, you know, lean the other way if the right situation comes up and conducts on the line, or there's something bigger on the line. But I don't think this movie is portraying that. I don't know. Haven't seen it. Some people have though. So I wanted to address some of the reactions that we've seen to the movie. And so this one comes from uh, Brandon Davis, uh, who is a writer and interviewer over at comicbook.com. And so on Twitter, uh, at Brandon Davis BD, he said, "Uh, Black Adam is built on some epic nonstop action. It made me want a sequel with a smoother story immediately. When it moves, it's a straight shot of adrenaline. The characters are dope, especially Teth Adam and Dr. Fate. It's a it's a badass film. The one of the things I keep seeing throughout this is like everyone's like, yo, Dr. Fate kind of steals the show in this. Mm. There's a lot of Pierce Brosnan love. 
uh, that I've seen from these reviews, which <clears throat> if someone's going to get I'd me excited, that. that that might be it. Yeah. I think that's been clear from the trailers. Yeah. I think uh, Dr. Fate has seemed like a pretty fun character in this movie. Although I don't care much for the Tony Stark inside the helmet situation they got going on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's just that. the nature of the business. They want to show yeah. these these actors' faces. And I get that. But it does feel like a betrayal. I don't know if I am wrong for thinking this. Because I my familiarity with Dr. Fate actually comes mostly from injustice. So uh, oh. what I'm about to say is almost assuredly wrong. But in my mind... The fact that Dr. Fate has that helmet on is is supposed to be sort of mysterious, maybe a little creepy even, but I think that's just coming from injustice. But that's what I think about. So like, I, I don't even want to see who's behind the mask. Yeah, yeah, you're right. When when the helmet, the helmet itself is like its own entity. Oh. So when someone wears it, essentially Dr. Fate is his own thing. And Pierce Brosnan is a completely different guy. Okay. I think at some wow. point it's like Kent Nelson becomes unconscious, right? And then like the helmet kind of takes over. Uh, Something like that, Nabu? yeah. Wow. The, hel- the helmet's name is Naboo, I think. Something like that, yeah. Not yeah. where the Gungans live, you know. I was going to say, wait a second. Uh, speak, speaking of, I have this guy here. Ah, the come on. at my desk, you know. Don't show that. No one wants to Love see Jar Jar Binks. Although, see I, I did see somebody clip a, a, a bit from, a, I guess it's a, The Phantom Menace, where Jar Jar is at the Senate, and he makes, like, under his breath about Padme, like, oh, she 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 is so hot, or something like that. I'm like, bro, she's, like, 14 in that movie. Like, Jar Jar. Uh, well, oh, Jar Jar didn't movie. write the movie, so let's question that person. Trust me. I think, I think that whole prequel trilogy needs a little, a little more cocaine, honestly. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but so, and then the other part of this whole Black Adam deal is the conversation around Superman and Black Adam, which I have to say, I am so over. This is the equivalent of people saying, you know, to make a, a, you know, a wrestling reference, like, oh man, appropriate. CM Punk and, and Hangman Page is a dream match. No, it's not. What, who said, whoever said that? Why is that a dream match? I feel like, you know, Dwayne in, in this case is trying to sort of make Superman and Black Adam a, a dream match, and people are falling into it. And and that's cool. If you're excited, get excited. That's awesome. But for me, I've never really cared about the thought of that. And it was cool in Forever Evil to see uh, Ultraman and Black Adam face off just because they were two really powerful dudes who are going to beat each other up pretty good. I don't really get excited to see Superman fight anybody because when Superman fights, it's not for cool. It's for saving the world. I don't think of Superman that way. So this whole buildup has been really weird to me. And I don't want to build up to, I don't, I don't think that should ever be what you build up to with Superman is, is a, is a big fight. That to me is a misunderstanding of the character. That's what everybody gets wrong. So, I'm not excited for this idea at all, but that's uh, just me. I think what people are excited for is the potential return of Henry, Henry Cavill more more than anything. It's like, well, will he show up in this movie sort of thing um, rather than like, oh, I want to see Superman and and and, uh, 
and Black Adam fight. I think it's more people like, I want to see Henry Cavill do something again with The Rock, you know? I think it's both. And, and especially the way The Rock's talked, like if you read the, the interviews, he's clearly hyping up a fight with yeah. Superman. So yeah, that's not, I don't know, that's not that cool to me. And I definitely don't want to see something like that in like a Black Adam 2. The Rock was asked about that. And The Rock said, yeah, I don't know if, if a Black Adam movie is the right place for that. We'll have to see. It's probably something coming down the road. But because you keep talking about it, it's like it's it's almost harder to get excited for something like that. I, I want to, I want you to put the big moments in the movies and let us see them and enjoy them when they happen. If you're gonna hype something that's years and years and years away, how do you get excited for something? Dude's like been hyping up this movie for 15 years. Like this is all he does, you know? Right. Yeah. But th- that's a moment, not a movie. Sure. Like you want to hype me a movie? Yeah. Marvel can hype. Look, look how. Ex- well, not all of us, but, you know, we get excited when Marvel shows us a timeline of, of movies. Sure. But don't try to hype me on a moment like, hey, guys, Dr. Doom's going to be fighting Reed Richards in Secret Wars. Get ready, because in seven years, it's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> I don't, that kind of hypes me up, to be honest. I mean, it, it does, but they, they make sense together. This is none of this makes sense to you, me. You know what? I, I, I much more rather see. Uh, Zachary Levi as Shazam versus Black Adam. Like yes. that's a more interesting because of the, the dichotomy between the two characters. Like Superman and Black Adam, especially DCEU Superman, kind of similar. The whole funniness of Shazam and it being a kid and he's kind of a doofus versus like this super uh, grim dark Black Adam. I think that's a fun dynamic that would be well, more fun. By the way, that's also the the comics. So. Yep. I'm I was hyped for Black Adam the second they announced Shazam. I thought, oh, yep. this is what they're gonna do. And then when they didn't do it in the first one, I said, okay, that's fine. Doctor Savannah, no problem. Black or Shazam two, Black Adam. No, it's some random old women. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. I'm not hating on old Lou. women. I'm just saying it. It's it's, it's, it's Lucy it's, Liu. No, I don't care about who the actors are. I'm talking about the characters. That's all. I Who are these characters? people? No. Lucy Liu is awesome. When, there, when there's a, a giant Mr. Mind gap somewhere, like, what do you, what do, you do? Come on. Mm. I think, too, the the Black Adam Superman stuff it is also very clearly such a personality battle. Like, he's trying to, you know, uh, goad this supremacy over Superman or whatever. It's like, look, I mean... Superman's not about that. Like, if The Rock wants to be the the personality of the DCU, okay, let him have it. Like, and my last thought is, I to piggyback, I don't want to see Dwayne The Rock Johnson versus Henry Cavill. I want to see super in this scenario, right? Like, if I were going to get hyped, I want to be excited for Black Adam versus Superman. Again, everything I said stands, but if you're gonna present that moment, anyways. I don't want to get excited for the actors. I want to get excited for the yep. characters. Sure. And I feel like it's so much talk from the real person. I can't lose myself in your character. It's too much talk. You talk and, too much. And and not, you know, to to uh, no no disrespect to Dwayne Johnson, but like that's the problem with Black Adam right now. It's just like it's Dwayne Johnson. Like yeah. they're not Black Adam toys. They're very clearly Dwayne Johnson toys. 
Exactly. Even like the new Fortnite skin is like they just reuse the rock model they have already in game. Like just put a Black Adam skin on them. Like it's 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 becoming Rock Adam at this point. Gotta love it. Well, either way, we'll be sharing our thoughts next week on uh, the Black Adam film. So stay tuned for that review. Won't be on the main show. It'll be, you know, a separate thing. So that'll drop on Monday when everything normally comes out as far as this show is concerned, dropping on all podcast platforms and YouTube. So stay tuned for that. Shifting over into comics, let's talk about a major return that is happening really soon. Not talking about a character, actually talking about a writer named Warren Ellis. So Warren Ellis is, of course, a very, very talented uh, writer who has done a lot of stuff in his career. Uh, Warren Ellis did The Authority, right? Yep. Yep. Warren Ellis did uh, Wildstorm. Warren Ellis did. I mean, Warren Ellis has done so, so many. Thunderbolts. Um, yes, Thunderbolts, yeah. the Next incredible week. Thunderbolts run, which if you are a member of our Patreon page, you could vote for in our book club poll, which is up now. Uh, so, you know, there's other things you could vote for, too. But Campaigning here. Jeez. Listen, man, someone has to. Fair. I didn't even know there was a poll up. So <laughs> <laughs> your pick is on there, Cal. I couldn't tell you what it is. <laughs> that's so funny Wolfio oh my god Uh, Brendan Fraser had to return to Hollywood before Rock could get out of that curse (laughs) what you think Brendan Fraser's blackballing in Hollywood somehow uh, had a a blast radius effect and and caught the Rock and the Scorpion King crossfire there (laughs) oh man I love that and yeah, I don't think he had the acting chops to do the character 15 years ago. I don't know that he does now, quite frankly. He's um, made it himself. Exactly. When you when you just turn every character into yourself, you don't need to act. You can just be yourself. Yeah. And you see that picture at all where it's like, oh, these are five different movies, and it's like The Rock in like a button up, like a tan shirt, like a <laughs> yeah. like three button I have shirts. It, but that's funny. It's like Jungle Cruise, uh, both the Jumanjis, Fast and the Furious, the Hobbs and Shaw. Like it, it's he's the same guy. So. Warren Ellis is an you know a critically acclaimed writer who uh two years ago was called out by a collective group of uh women who accused him of uh I, I guess the word would 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 be womanizing. I um, would say misconduct. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a catch-all. That's that's fair. Well, but he wasn't accused of any kind of sexual... No, no, no. Yeah, so I don't want to give the wrong impression. Uh, He was Uh, accused of using his position of power in the comic books industry to, uh, 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 I guess, uh, uh, flirt and... uh, Not seduce, that's a weird word. Um, seduce yes he was seducing seduce look at this dude this dude ain't seducing nobody no offense warren but all right well listen I mean, look right. at that's, that hat though <laughs> well, that's a milady hat pa- right there. power can be seductive okay sure, influence sure, can yeah. be seductive and so warren used his position to um to you know get with these women 
and um, some of them, many of them felt they were mistreated by Warren. And so they, they put together a collective called so many of us, so many of us.com has many of the accounts. Warren responded to this by saying that he was going to take a step back from comics, focus on listening and learning and, you know, being a better person. Um, over the years, we have received updates from so many of us.com that have indicated that Warren and the members of this group were in contact via a mediator and that Warren was doing the work to the point where several of the people who were involved in this project have actually stepped away because they feel that they have been able to heal appropriately and no longer want to be a part of this story. And so I guess now Warren Ellis has decided that the time is right to step back into writing comics and is dipping his toe into the waters via a graphic novel called Lights Out. It's a um, and it's an anthology featuring many different comic creators. It actually was announced um, at New York Comic Con, but uh, it's featuring Justin Jordan, Dean Haspiel, um, Madeline Roska, um, Warren Ellis, of course. Ben Temple Smith, um, and many other names. So one of many names there. Um, the publisher of the book uh, is uh, the, the publisher is called Rocket Ship, Rocket Ship Entertainment. And um, Tom Ackle, who is the publisher of Rocket Ship, said, we have been following statements and updates by both so many of us and Warren based on those which state that Warren has engaged with the mediator since August of 2021, that so many of us has reiterated that there is no will to, quote, cancel him, and that the majority of so many of us have found peace and have moved forward. We will be publishing a short story by Warren Ellis in next year's Lights Out Anthology, uh, and, and that's all. So the question here that I have for you guys is, do you feel... In this case, that Warren Ellis has paid penance, that Warren Ellis has done the work, and that we are ready for a Warren Ellis return to comics. It's going to happen either way, but do you feel like it's earned? I have two thoughts here. Uh, first is a uh, strange, <laughs> strange choice to jump to a, a company whose logo looks like they're part of a parody porn company. Um, yeah. But uh, I thought it was I thought it was like Wood Rocket or something before this. But um, secondly, uh, it's not my call. You know, like this isn't my decision. Like I don't get to say, like, yeah, it's fine. He's ready. No, it's not. No shit. If, if he if there's he feels a, like he's ready, there's a podcast ahead. where we talk about what we think, Tyler. Jesus Sean, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Hurry um, up. If 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 Warren Ellis feels like he's ready and he wants to do it, sure, go ahead. Um, I will, I would probably check out something by Warren Ellis if it was like at the big two. I'm not, nothing about this project really screams. I need to read it. Yeah. Um, it's a horror anthology. Yeah. Which, uh, is, is like the, the, the soup of the day in comics right now. Um, but you know, uh, Hey, if this is way of like working from like the bottom of the mortal combat ladder again, going to the top, like, uh, let's hope there's no fatalities in between. Um, oh God. But, uh, let's, uh, Sure, sure. If, if if the thing is like if the people who uh, work uh, is it uh, what's the abbreviation here? I almost thought some C. S M O U. S M O U. Um, if, if they feel like it's fine, then hey, that's that's their call, and I'm cool with it. Like historically, before like I found out all, all about this Warren Ellis stuff, like he was one of my favorite writers. Like probably 
Thunderbolts and Next Wave, um, his Moon Knight, like they're like some of my favorite books of all time. Um, and they still are, you know, it, fucking Next Wave has imminent on it. Like there's nothing, it, it's fantastic. Um, but uh, I can I can separate the art from the artist in that instance because like I can recognize, oh, this is a big two corporate Marvel book that I like. Um, but the the creator uh, does some little creepy stuff, you know? Um, so... If if the people uh, that were that were hurt by this are okay with it, then I could be okay with it too. But I don't know how I ever get that confirmation, really, unless there's an update from them. So, well, there is the so many of us dot com website has had updates throughout the years. Has there been an update once this has been announced, or that I don't saying that, that I don't, I don't I'm not saying they the need case. to plug his new book, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the, that website to just be uh, Warren Ellis's fan site at this point. Like that's not what I want. But um, I don't know. How about you, Kale? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess How my answer is the same. A straight white male. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you want us to do? My my answer is the same. It's just you know it. I not that I'm not a fan of Warren Ellis. I like the stuff he's written, uh, but I've never been like you know a diehard follower like you know, like some people. And so, you know, when this stuff came out, I was just like, oh, well, I could keep doing what I'm doing, not reading Warren Ellis. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, once I saw this announcement, I'm like, all right, it's nothing new for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I, you know, if they say cool and everybody's cool. Okay. I hope, you know, I hope it's, it's true that everybody's cool, you know? So, we we talked about this story extensively as it was unfolding um, back in 2020. Warren Ellis, you know, at that point especially was, I mean, I, I think a lot of people would have said, you know, man, one of the greatest comics writers. Um, and definitely someone whose work I've enjoyed, but also someone whose work I haven't dive, uh, delved into enough. Sure. Mm. And it was sad. It was sad because, you know, here's a group of over 60 women who are accusing. 60? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, dude, and those yo. are just the ones that came forward. Those are the ones that put together, Damn, Daddy you know, Joe, this this collective. Well, and, and you got to remember, it was like a forum's worth of people. You know, it's like, right. you know, that it like if i recall correctly like his forum was like the place for comic yeah. books at the time you know so his forum was the whedon-esque of comics for those of you who don't know what the hell i'm talking about <laughs> i mean it sounds joss more whedon, appropriate than <laughs> joss whedon had a forum where all his fans would go and they would obsess over buffy and firefly and all that stuff and I don't remember reading necessarily that similar things were happening over there, um, but it was a similar style of place. And so Warren Ellis had his thing and he was using that to his advantage. Um, it's, it's messed up, you know, it's definitely messed up and it's definitely weird to know that about someone who you otherwise have respect for created. I remember that Batman's grave was actually being published at the time. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm normally, normally, I'm the guy who's like, eh, you know, cr- uh, separate the art from the artist. I kind of put that book down. It um, soured me on it too. Yeah, because I, yeah. I, I was enjoying it, and I was like, nah. 
bad taste in my mouth right now. Yeah, it was a little a little weird. Um, but again, by all accounts, Warren has done the work, so that's a positive thing. And you know, again, if any of the ac- accusations, if they were, if they were a shred more serious, it would be like, eh, I don't know. Maybe you need to just be, maybe go, maybe go find another, another line of work. Go, go out to pasture. Yeah. But, I do like how all these women unionize on his ass. Like that was, that was cool to see. They're like, Hey, we're going to fucking form a collective, uh, you know, uh, uh, action against you. I was like, fuck. Yeah. I respect I the like way they did that. it. I respect that they, that their message was listen. We're not even looking for any type of cancellation. We're not looking for, Warren to lose work or money. We are people that legitimate fans of his who are, you know, impacted by his actions toward us. And we would love it if we could receive healing and maybe he needs some healing too. I thought that was beautiful. And I'm glad that it seems to have sort of worked out until I hear otherwise. And so, yeah, that's another big part of it. (laughs) Right. And, and, but they have created a platform where they can say otherwise. Yeah. And and we believe it. So kudos to them. And I'm not going to say kudos to Warren, but I will say, you know, continue to do the work. Nah, no, no kudos needed when you have a whole website dedicated to women coming out to, <laughs> to shame you for your uh, your behavior. Like that's, that's L right there. Like that's. <laughs> I, I do think maybe coming, I don't know, quote unquote, coming back from a, you know, through an anthology and, you know, kind of like you say, working through the rankings, like he's not going to have to do that. But I do, I do sort of think dipping your toe into the water, maybe with an anthology and then maybe a couple of, you know, uh, indie opportunities uh, coming out, you know, it, it does make me a bit more inclined to go. Oh, this is a Warren Ellis thing. Like I'm not gonna go out of my way, but if I, you know, see it and it, you know, it makes me go, okay, let's see what he's got to say through his work now, more than just shutting it down altogether. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he he has reinstated his um his newsletter and talked about how he intends to sort of make a return to comics in 2023 so this feels like a precursor to that mm. and you know I, I i'm not like over the moon about yeah warren ellis returning but like kale said there's stuff out and it looks good and it's up my alley then sure i'll mm-hmm. you know i'll treat it like anything else the next thing we're going to talk about is not anything else this is special this is worthy of celebration Ooh. Yeah, we've got an anniversary on our hands. The anniversary of Disney. Disney, oh. Disney adult celebration. Hold on. Yeah, Tyler is, is oh, switching into his Disney adult character. Well, that's him all the time. But well, yes. no, Disney adult character says really stupid shit like, well, I don't like this new overlay to Splash Mountain. Keep the keep the keep the zippity doodah on that ride. You know, like oh, those, those guys are a little. Ooh, yeah, no, we've all heard that from you nobody's whoa whoa whoa! whoa. i'm not a splash mountainer right now don't don't put that on me i'm not a i'm fine with that you don't do you know what, what, what's happening there don't get into it so no, we don't need to. uh we don't need to D- disney disney is celebrating their 100th anniversary 
now, does that mean that does that mean that they're turning 100 or that? Um, because be- that that always confuses me. I believe it is like the 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 anniversary of the company Disney. It's not Walt Disney's hundredth anniversary. Yeah, right. Yeah, I believe it's it's of the company, which I think is like when Walt started doing Mickey Mouse. I think, even though he was doing Oswald beforehand, but you know, um, yeah, I think it's more of the company. Uh, they're 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 a little fucky wucky with their their anniversaries. They'll just, they'll just put one out whenever they feel like it. So, well, for Marvel's sake, it's a cause to do something that I think is really cool. Uh, they are doing crossover covers for Disney uh, using the using the what if concept to make these covers make sense. And so, what they are are their classic covers. From uh, the ones we've seen so far, anyways, are Avengers, Fantastic Four, and Incredible Hulk. Uh, there are going to be several more that they do that they do put out, but these are the ones that we've seen to this point. Uh, there will be twelve, and uh, the they I think they look great. So the Avengers one, for example, features uh, you know the the team of Avengers you know Iron Man. Yeah. Wasp, Captain America, Fab, Fab Five, or, right there. Yeah, um, but they are Disneyfied. So Goofy, for example, is Iron Man. Donald Duck yep. is Thor. This is great. I love this. I'm surprised we haven't had this sooner. Like, how long has Disney owned Marvel at this yeah. point? It's Ten been, years. It's been uh, like something like 14 years. Shit. And it's like 2008. Like yeah. Yeah. The only time they've done this is at like D23 for like variants. Like right. this is the first time that they have really said, "All right, here's actual Mickey Mouse in your Marvel comics." It no, uh, 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 on your cover, on your cover, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I it's I think cool. I I've seen some complaining. Oh, the Disneyfication of Marvel—it's <laughs> real. Is what we always said would happen. Relax. I was seeing it on the Warren Ellis forums years ago. So, <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not a new. A new conversation. Uh, no, certainly not. But they're 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 taking this cover to, yeah. as as proof of them being right, and it's like, no, this is a cover. Mickey Mouse isn't going to meet Peter Parker. It's fine. Right. <laughs> like, I, I I maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but I genuinely believe they know where the line is. I really do. Yeah, mm. I think so too. the The fact that we haven't seen a a Darth Vader crossover. Yeah, with the well, Avengers yet, like I think, like means they know it. Like it's not, it's not crazy. Like we had Secret Wars happened, and we did not get crossover with other IP. Like, yeah, I think we're safe. This yeah, they could have. They're just variants. These are that's like the break sold. glass moment. These will be sold probably in the Disney stores too. Like at, at that the yeah. parks. So, um, hundred years that's big. So they kind of want to do something a little little fun with it. I really like this Fantastic Four cover. Like I might seek that out. Like uh, Pete as the the mole man monster. Yeah, like, that, that's that's, good. that's the right down my alley. Oh, is that his like, name? I was thinking. I was thinking it was Bluto. Uh, that's Popeye. Oh, I, yeah. yeah same they're not the same. Yeah, not the they're same not the now. same. You're right. <laughs> One's a dog. I think my favorite one is actually yeah. the Incredible Hulk one. I just think it's so funny the idea. It's goofy. <laughs> goofy is the see some swole ass Goofy here. I, th- I think that makes a ton more sense than Goofy is Iron Man. <laughs> Certainly, yeah. Yeah. 
I, I don't know. I think these are great, and I, I wanted to include this so you guys could see them or at least hear us describe them if you're listening. And uh, know that these are these are coming your way uh, in 2023. I will be buying every single one. So look at you, you Disney adult. Even even to get you like a People Mover shirt or something. What, what shirt is it that you just put on? It's got all the classic uh, Disney movies on it, like Bambi right. and Peter Pan. Right. And where Dumbo. where are you going uh, on vacation in, in two like, weeks? Uh, two weeks. Yeah, you're, you're right. I'm really digging a hole there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Disney adult. Can't yeah. wait to ride Splash Mountain. No pervert. I never done. Don't it. don't Yo, don't try. Kale me, hates me. theme parks. <laughs> I, I love theme parks. theme parks. I hate you, Disney. You a roller coaster guy, Sean? Yes. Yo. Yo, I still around. haven't gotten the de- Jersey Devil yet. I don't do the like extreme roller coasters because people die, and I Nobody know that dies. if I do it, I'll be one of them. <laughs> but like, I'll do some. You know, I'll I have fun. I I like roller coasters. Uh, the the actually the uh, the mummy ride in Universal Studios. I've done it. I'm doing that coming up. I'm excited, man. I'm hyped, dude. That my girlfriend and I one time it was raining in Universal Studios and we went on it over and over and over again. Yeah. There's no line. Nice. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting lost. It's well, a whole Brendan other Fraser podcast. Coming back, Brendan Fraser uh, coming back again on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. As my friend fucking... texts me during this, he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna meet Brendan Fraser on Sunday." I'm like, "What? Nice. Yeah. Give him a card." Oh, I should. Good call. Yeah, we could talk about Doom Patrol in this podcast. Yeah, that there's there's an in Firefly. Yeah. See what happened there. Absolutely, we could talk about uh, we could talk about the mummy. If we have Brendan Fraser on, we're talking about whatever we want. Brendan, how Shit. does it feel uh, awakening uh, all of the millennial bisexuals with the mummy and uh, with Rachel Weisz? <laughs> well, I mean, you're also neglecting George of the Jungle. <laughs> The only movie I ever walked out of as as a kid, I was like, "Mom, not interested." We left. Oh, I I watched that over and over again. So we are getting a Silver Surfer series. Feels like Marvel does these. Yeah, there you go, Tyler. Yeah, take really, that. Yeah. Take that off. Characters gone. <laughs> it feels like Marvel does one of these Silver Surfer minis every year. Every couple years, they they toss one out. Um, this one's going to be Silver Surfer Ghost Light. And it's coming out in February. It's going to be five issues. It's bringing back Silver Surfer. Uh, but that's not all. We're getting someone named Ghost Light. We don't quite know who that is. They're teasing bringing another major cosmic player into the fold, but we don't know who that necessarily is. Uh, this is the tease. Tony Brooks and her family have moved into the quiet town of Sweetwater, but nothing is quite what it seems with their new home. What mystery did Tony and her family unravel that would call upon the sentinel of the spaceways, the Silver Surfer? And just who or what is Ghostlight? So John Jennings, who won an Eisner, is going to be writing this with uh, and, and, and going to be teaming with um, Valentin Delandro, who you'll know from Bitch Planet. Good, highly good successful yeah. uh, book um, to tell this story. I, I think, I think these silver surfer minis have generally been good, generally done well. So there's really no reason to fear in, in these situations. Marvel seems to kind of know what they want these to be. And apparently they work. Did you guys check out uh Donnie Cates and Tread Moore's 
Silver Surfer book? I, I didn't. Yeah, go ahead. I didn't. Um, and I was really excited about it until I found out that it was a uh, uh, a, a tie-in. It's very loose. It's mm. barely. It's more like you. If you read that alone, you wouldn't understand the tie-in. No. Mm. Um, All right. It's more like the other books start taking from it. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Because that track more really. Oh, yeah. dude, it, he fucking kills it on that. That's why I'm excited for his Doctor Strange stuff. But honestly, I'm a yeah, big Silver same. Surfer guy. Whenever there's a Silver Surfer mm. book, I'm picking it up. Uh, I remember like Greg Pak did like a mini years ago that was real fun. Um, and then, you know, Dan Slott, I guess, was the only one really to do an ongoing. Yeah. Um, which that was just Doctor Who. Let's be real. I mean, that's what this sounds like to me. I'm cool with Silver Surfer being the Doctor Who uh, uh, analog in the, in the Marvel Universe. That's fine. John Jennings is... Uh, very talented. This is not a name that I'm really familiar yeah, with. What did he want in Eisner? Yeah. So John Jennings. John Jennings apparently does art and writes. Multi-talented. So, uh, they he did a he won a Hugo for Parable of the Sower, which is a really good book actually, um, by Octavia Butler, and hmm. Jennings did the art in the graphic novel version of that so that's pretty cool um he also did my superhero is black which was the um the marvel book that they put out where it was like talking about like the black superheroes in marvel and stuff like that um kindred which was another octavia e butler book that got adapted so he's done a lot of stuff Hmm. um not new to comics by any means so cool yeah I'm into this. February first. So, is this design that they that they've tweeted uh, in the article? Is that supposed to be Ghostlight? Do we know? I think that's Ghostlight. Yeah. Okay. Because he ain't silver. And Tyler, remember how before the show we were talking about Silver Surfer being black in our minds? In my mind, he's always been coded black. Huh. John Jennings is is black. I know, and, and it seems like a lot of the work he's worked on has been about the black experience, too. So, Yeah. Interesting. Uh, see you later, Catherine. Take care. Thanks, for, thanks for joining. Yes. Best of luck with the move. Um, all right. So speaking of new books, let's talk about one that maybe is a little bit puzzling. So Marvel has announced, well, they've, they've announced a few books, but the first one we're going to talk about is called X-23 deadly regenesis anything strike you guys funny about that they demoted her ah so you okay so that is that is what i was going at but did they so deadly genesis deadly regenesis rather is we don't know we don't really know any any story details about what this is going to be and we but we do know the creative team erica schultz getting getting a a pretty big shot at marvel that's pretty cool for her erica schultz is a creator that i only know through comic-con we have seen her i've seen erica schultz literally every single time i have been to comic-con she's been there um so erica schultz getting this opportunity with art by edgar salazar coming out in march now deadly genesis is a comic book that we have seen before 
That's actually the story from Giant Size X Men number one. If you guys remember that, that's where yeah. uh, we learned that actually there was this whole other crew of of uh, X Men and they died, and there needs to be a new crew of X Men and all that kind of jazz. So it's it's sort of a flashback to flash forward type of thing. This Deadly Regenesis might be a flashback to X-23's past. Oh, fair. Okay. I mean, so that's I, love, I love Laura Kinney as a character, so like, yeah. if there is a new Laura Kinney book, whether she's Wolverine, whether she's X-23, I'm reading it. It's just one of those characters I, I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like... God, this is the second time I'm bringing up Fortnite. Uh, Marvel just released an X-23 Fortnite skin, too, which I thought was a little weird. It was like, why is she X-23 in this as well? Mm. Um, like, literally, like, the day before this was announced. Um, which I thought was it, a little uh, weird synergy going on. But It's also possible, you know, tying into our theory from last week, that Marvel might be gearing up the X-Men for a rubber band so that they can launch the movies Fair. seamlessly. It's possible that they're trying to move her back into, you know, just being plain old X-23, which I don't think there's anything wrong with, but it's possible that that's what they're angling towards. Especially, uh, not necessarily an issue with X-23, but it's more of an issue of, we only want one Wolverine, because right. that's going to be more important going forward, uh, just right. in yeah. terms of synergy and stuff. Which I get, I get. I just hope there's a good story reason for it, because um, she's really, like, her profile in the X-Men mythos is, is pretty high up now. So, Yeah. I, I don't want to see her, you know, return into the shadows or anything like that. Not at all. But I think she's had a good clip of good stories uh, over the last f- five plus years at this yeah. point. And like sincere character growth, which you don't see in comics, really. Especially the big two. Well, like there was to- a lot of room for that. So... Uh, good thing they 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 did that with X twenty three, and I hope it continues. I'll see the leg on this cover. Yeah, it, yeah. Ooh, she needs to get some pins or something in. in yeah, that my, my ankle. favorite right now is so She's I've been using her. busted. Yeah, she got like yeah, that it's got uh, Ramita Spidey vibes. Yeah. Um, but uh, in in Fortnite, I play as X twenty three now because I got the skin. And then when I kill someone, I, I, I pop up the Wu-Tang uh, uh, emote. So I just it just starts playing Cream after wow. I kill you. Some real BM shit. Yeah. We also got Rogue and Gambit Let's announced. Let's go. Stephanie funny. Phillips with art from Carlos Gomez. This is interesting. Rogue and Gambit have had a few series of, over the last few years. Mm-hmm. But Gambit's dead. So sorry, yeah. Uh, no, he's not. Didn't he? Isn't that the whole point of this place is that he doesn't die? Well, he's in other world right now. So. Yep. Um, we'll see. We'll see how they pull it off. No Destiny's on the cover behind Rogue and Gambit, so you know that's your stepmom, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, did you guys ever read the uh, Mr. and Mrs. X? I think it was Kelly I Thompson. Passed. Kelly it Thompson. is fantastic. It is really, really good. That was probably like top five books coming out at the time. Like that whole Mr. and Mrs. X into, uh, I think it was Rogue and Gambit. They, they re- relaunched it at one point. 
to something a little more yeah. meaningful. Um, I love these two together. It's great. They have cats in their apartment. Uh, like Gambit's a cat guy, which made me enjoy Gambit for the first time in a long time. Um, I like how in the background of this cover, yeah, we have Destiny, but we also have um, Eden Facey from uh, Secret Warriors and Hickman's Avengers. Uh, the portal guy, he could do portals and stuff. Oh, yes. Um, oh, I yeah, yeah. His, his mutant name. Um, and it looks like uh, Pennant is behind her as well. Uh, Monet's alternate evil persona. That might be Monet. Uh, hmm. Or either that or it's uh, Lady Deathstrike. I can't quite tell. The fingers are, are one of the two. Oh, I see. Yes, yes. Um, I see what you're saying. Cool that. I, I can see like Destiny saying, having these like little flash forwards or whatever and like trying to get Rogue and Gambit to be the her her uh, her guns, I guess, to try and fix that or or propel the future. So I'm buying this because of Stephanie Phillips. Because yeah. I have yet to find my way into Stephanie Phillips. She writes uh a Harley Quinn, I wanna say. She she was writing that and I, I don't really care for Harley too too much as character, but I'm curious to see you know what Stephanie Phillips does, so I I, I want to buy this for sure. I want to check this out. She did Grim, right? Or she's doing? Oh Grimm. my God! Of course, yeah, Grim. Yeah. What am I you talking about? Grim is great. So Grim is yeah, yeah Grim yeah, is yeah, really yeah. good. This is yeah. this Whoops. is uh, a good sign. Yeah, I will not be buying this because I don't like Rogue or Gambit. You don't like you Rogue. don't like Rogue. You know what? I'm a, I'm gonna plant my flag. No, I don't care about Rogue. What if Kiki Palmer gets cast as Rogue? The then fuck? I'll care about Rogue. You didn't see that fan casting going on a couple weeks back? Unfortunately. Uh, Kiki Palmer is Rogue. And but I I, I, I find it, and this is the same with Gambit, though I've had a, a burning hatred for Gambit a lot longer. I really hate the way people write their dialogue. Oh, like, yeah, it's yeah, very, yeah. It's just, like I sugar. can't fucking stand <laughs> yeah. it. I, I, just, I, I don't need I don't need that. Like I'm reading all you're doing is junking up the word balloons and messing up my reading because now I have to read it in that shitty accent. <laughs> have written Gambit like the my old uh, New Orleans uh, ghost tour guide, uh, Skip yeah. Gidry. I, I have oh, a hot dude. take. I think that Gambit is a bottom tier X-Men. <laughs> I agree with that. I think he yeah. is outside of the animated series. He hasn't done anything consequential. And everyone I, uh, writes him as a caricature. He's a bottom tier character. I would say he's a bottom. When Rogue's oh, okay. definitely that, that man's yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. the bottom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if Rogue touches him, he dies. So, yeah. That's why she's got Yeah, she. <laughs> yeah. So that boy is a bottom. Yeah, that's big bottom. Gambit, Gambit has like selfish bottom energy too like you know yeah starfish chocolate starfish um all right uh <laughs> and then the last announcement we got on the x-men front is a captain britain book betsy braddock's captain britain written by the only person who writes captain britain anymore teeny howard uh vasco georgiev on pencils uh we don't know who the colorist is going to be so okay fair enough they, may, they might um, not know yet either <laughs> yeah we we've been getting you know teeny howard's betsy for some time now pretty much since the start of the house and powers uh Kur Kurkoa era 
And so I'm all in. I think that, you know, she's done a great job of bringing Betsy into the fold in a way that allows Betsy and Psylocke to exist separately. Yeah. Uh, Big surprise. Big shock. Psylocke, the big, the loser of that, the, 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 the Asian Quanon character, Quanon, the Asian character completely loses out in this. No, no. (laughs) That's what I thought too. No, Quanon. She loses out. Nowhere to be found that I'm aware of. But we're getting a Betsy she Braddock was, book. She was in Hellions. Psylocke was yes. the star yeah. in Hellions, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think uh, Captain Britain now is the only queer-led Marvel title. Huh. Um, she is actively dating Rachel Gray in the books. Uh, they, have right. a, they finally have a big old kiss, kiss splash page. Mm-hmm. Which is nice to see. I I, I like these characters. <laughs> I like no. Was like it that. nice to see Tyler? Oh, I, well, I plead. Choose choose your words <laughs> carefully, Tyler. No, it was nice to see um, the uh-huh. X Men kind of uh, the character development and and confirmation of a lot of fan fan uh, shipping. I yeah. would say. Yeah, for many years. All right, uh, let's cool. move forward. Go ahead. Can I, can I ask before we go go to it? Uh, what do you think of Cap- Captain Britain's new costume? You guys a fan? Oh, is, or, uh, is this it? Wait, which Captain Britain? Are, are uh, you talking Betsy or not Betsy? The, the her brother, uh, Brian oh. Braddock. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I like it. It's 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 cool. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Cyclops's Phoenix Five costume. Yeah, which I like. I love it. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. We should this do a ranking one, one day of uh, Cyclops costumes. That dude has a lot. Oh, yeah. We could we could do that on the show in like 10 minutes. Yeah. What is that? Uh, Brian goes by Avalon now? Is that what he goes by? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Interesting. I'm cool with this. I'm, I'm liking the whole teeny verse of uh, the whole section of the Marvel Universe. She's kind of carved out for herself. I want to see her do more. I really do. Why Why is she relegated to... Only the X-Men books. I feel like she could do other things. Not only the X-Men books, but only the X-Men in Otherworld books. Right. It's, it's, it's a strange pigeonhole. But if she's enjoying it, I mean. Yeah, maybe that's what she wants her to new, be. her new volumes of it, so something's working. I just feel like at the big two writers, they get stuck. I, I, I don't know. that I've That's been my thought for years where writers kind of get, as you said, pigeonholed. And then that's kind of their – that's where they're at. Isn't she doing a couple of books at DC now too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of them. Do that. Yeah. Uh, Vita, Leah, and Tini all started working for DC within the last year or so. Whereas before that, they were just Marvel. So I don't know if there's something to that. I personally feel like there's a story we will never get about what happened when Jonathan Hickman was leaving the X Men. Yeah. That caused the, the other writers to be frustrated and go and do other things. I, I think there's a story there. But that's just yeah. me chatting. Speaking of chatting, let's talk about uh, a couple of things we missed in the last couple of weeks since we were busy with stuff. Uh, and I want to this this next one, I want to kind of get through just because we have big stuff to talk about coming up. But. Armor Wars went from a television show to a movie. 
Disney Plus was going to have the Armor Wars TV show starring Don Cheadle. Now Marvel has made a decision to turn it into a full-fledged movie. It's funny because just a few weeks ago, they had that reveal of their slate for, you know, through 2025, which is now through 2026. And Armor Wars was scheduled as a television show. And then not even a month later, practically, they changed that. So weird that that would happen. And then the the stuff that we're going to talk about later would occur, all those delays. I wonder if the delays, and this plays into a theory that I have, I wonder if the delays weren't uh, known a little further in advance than what we think. Um, Don Cheadle's still attached, of course. And an inside source tells The Hollywood Reporter that They just wanted to tell the story in the right way. This is exactly what I wanted. I'm so happy that this happened. I think Don Cheadle deserves more respect than this to just have it be a TV show. He's been committed to War Machine since Iron Man 3, Iron Man 2, and has done for that character, I think, a great job. He's an actor I respect a lot. I think this is going to be great. I was confused. I didn't even know this was a Marvel property. I thought this was a like a second spinoff to the Beauty and the Beast movie. I know they're doing the Gaston one. Oh, God. I thought this was about the armoire. Nice try. Man, that was a walk you just took me on. <laughs> Fuck. Tyler's in a different stratosphere today. Uh, that caffeine be making me built diff. Well, what do you guys think about this? I think it is It is. It is nice to see uh, uh, Don Cheadle get what he wants because this dude has... He took over a role that was uh, originally cast by somebody else, uh, whose name I forget. Mm. Hustle and Flow guy. Oh, uh, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard, Terrence of course. Howard, yeah, which I haven't seen in a while. Um, and like he's always been like second fiddle, and but but he's always been consistent too throughout it. Um, and honestly, Marvel's telling their Disney Plus shows like movies anyway. Just making a movie, <laughs> like save me mm. the time. For real, yeah, totally. I would say, like, She-Hulk's the first one that has been like, oh, this felt like it was made for a TV show. That's nice to see. Um, I think, well, I I think that we might feel differently if the budgetary constraints weren't so prevalent on that show, but... Fair, fair. I'm just talking uh, about just just the way they arc the show and stuff. Like, it just feels like they're stretching out movie scripts to fill, you know, weeks worth of content. Um, yeah, co- and, and it's complaint. cool seeing them be like, you know, that's kind of what we were planning on doing, but looking at it, it feels better as a movie. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. The other huge change you want to talk about an actor taking on someone else's role. Um. So, unfortunately, we did lose William Hurt uh, earlier in the year, a tremendous actor who, of course, within the scope of the Marvel films portrayed Thunderbolt Ross. For whatever reason, I have always loved William Hurt's Thunderbolt Ross. I thought he was like perfect for that character Mm. all the way from Hulk. uh, I thought he did just such a, such an awesome job. And I, I really, it really was sad that he died and we weren't sure, like, are they putting the character on ice? It seemed like they couldn't, 
at least in my mind, just because we knew even at that point there has to be a new Captain America movie. I think they were they had announced a script writer for that at that point. We knew uh, rumblings about Thunderbolts. How could we lose Thunderbolt Ross? Well, it turns out we have it, and Marvel went big to find an actor. Marvel got Harrison Ford. Man, they they cashed in those uh, Indiana Jones chips real quick. They're like, hey, I know we made you do another Indiana Jones movie. Um, or, or like, we, we gladly did that, you know. So here, here, uh, yeah. do us a favor real quick. And apparently Marvel was going to make this announcement at D23. But Kathleen Kennedy, who runs things at Lucasfilm, put her foot down and said, no, you're not going to take the heat off of our Indiana Jones announcement. Sure. And so Marvel was forced to wait, put that on the back burner, let Indiana Jones be the thing. And now we know that Harrison Ford will enter the MCU in this role for a multi-picture deal. This this Oof. has only been the dirt sheets, I guess, right? There's no been a, an official Disney announcement of this so far. As far as I can tell, it's like Collider and stuff have been announcing it. So there was a point at which around D23 time, this was being reported as rumor just before D23. After D23, it was being reported as fact, but that Kathleen Kennedy did not want the announcement to be made. And, you know, now, especially Collider, Collider's a pretty, you know, pretty reputable website, I would say. Um, for them to be saying this, it just feels like, I guess to your point, Disney has not explicitly said Harrison Ford is playing the character. Sure. Mm. So you guys, you guys think he just had some extra plane crashes he needed to pay for? Or? <laughs> I'm surprised by this. I, I gotta say, I think uh, this this leads to an actual Red Hulk. Like, like where Harrison Ford's such a big name actor, they got to do something wacky for this character. I feel. I think I think that Red Hulk was going to be in Thunderbolts regardless. Mm. Mm. That's my thought. I think he was always going to be in it. And now it makes more sense. Yeah. So, cool. I, I'm more surprised Harrison Ford agreed to this than yeah. Disney yeah. wanting him to yeah. be. Like, obviously, it's Harrison Ford. It's fucking Han Solo. It's Indiana Jones. Like, sure, throw him into another huge fucking universe. Uh, well, I feel sorry for him. It's another thing nerds are going to ask him about that he does not give a shit about. <laughs> he only cares about Indiana Jones. Like that's yep. all he cares about. Yeah. Does he care about uh, Indiana Jones? He, he, he really does. Yeah. Oh, okay, there, that's cool. Yeah. There are a couple of favorite. like interviews where you see him like light up when he's asked yeah. about Indiana Jones. Do you guys crying on stage? Wow. Yeah. He's like, I'm glad I'm in a good one again, and then he started like literally yeah. tearing up. Do you guys know why he doesn't care about Han Solo? Like, was that was yeah. that a result of? the way the character was utilized in this crop of the most recent crop of films, or has this been? No, it's been before sense? that. Yeah. I think okay. he wanted to be killed off before return of the Jedi. Like, I think he wanted empire to be killed off then. Mm. Um, I think I, he was just tired mm. of it. I think the fan base was too much for him. Um, Even at that point. Yeah. Empire days. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's sad. Is that why they encased them in, in that, stuff because they weren't sure yeah, they'd be able to get him back carbonite thank I believe, you, yeah. yeah yeah i believe so i believe the plan that he wanted was like kill me in this um but which i think is why he came back for force awakens because he's like all right cool finally do die, what i wanted right. to do yeah mm -hmm. yeah 
Fair enough. Do, don't you dare bring me back. Yep. Oh wow. my god. Uh yeah, self self confirming everything that we just said. Yeah. I, I I like it when actors are excited about the stuff they're doing, but they really don't have to be. Harrison Ford, you know, he's he's obviously talented. So. But you don't want uh, Black Adam, Dwayne the Rock, Rock Johnson levels of excitement. That's a little too high up for me. For me, I least. said actor. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's rude. Damn, you're about to get I, people's I, elbow. I love the Rock. I just not, I don't know. Not the actor's elbow. <laughs> I think my favorite. Elbow. My favorite. Harrison Ford thing was uh, in the Force Awakens. Uh, uh, um, Poe. Yeah, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, Oscar Isaac. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sat down in the Millennium Falcon with him, with Harrison Ford, and said, "Is there anything I should know?" And Harrison Ford was like, "No, it's fake." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Wouldn't it be uh, funny though, like, if like Harrison Ford is like a secret big Marvel nerd, and like he's excited for this? That'd be no great, but there's a uh, non-zero chance of that happening. Yeah. No well, way. Sean, you should stop saying non-zero chances. Yeah, you think you, you don't like Tyler? I just, I just supercut <laughs> that. I've had about when, when I was re-editing that, and you say there is a zero percent chance. I'm like, motherfucker. Thank you, thank you for saying that. <laughs> I was cracking up by myself. Just. Whatever. <laughs> Let's talk about the reason why all of that, all of the delays, all of the, all that crap that we talked about at the beginning of the episode. Let's discuss why that is happening, why I think it might be happening. There's two theories that I have. This one is the most forward facing that I think most people have. So while we were busy, we didn't report on this, but we learned that. The director of Blade, Bassam Tariq, stepped down, put out an announcement that he was stepping down from directing the movie Blade. This was the statement. It was posted on Instagram and then picked up by, you know, everybody. Dear friends, it's been a minute. Blade's been a beautiful ride. At this moment, I'm filled with love and gratitude towards the folks at Marvel, as well as the incredible crew and cast we assembled. I'm eager to support and see how the next director builds on the foundation we've set. I'll now be joining the project as an EP as I move on to what is next. So, okay. Now I said, I, I even mistakenly said on the show last week, I think it was, oh man, Blade's delayed. And Tyler was like, oh, it's not delayed. It's just, oh, yeah. well, spoke too soon. here we are, because a week from then, we got the announcement that Blade was, in fact, on pause. What does on pause mean? At the time, we didn't know. We didn't know what on pause meant. What does that mean? But when you lose your director... For a movie that's supposed to come out in a year from now is literally supposed to come out November 3rd, 2023. So just shot or just over a year. When you lose your director, you need to push back. There's no way. You have you have to. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what they did. They pushed Blade back one whole year. Now Blade is coming out September 6, 2024. And of course, the reasoning is. 
you know, according to a source, they want to get it right. How hard is it to get Blade right? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my favorite tweet coming out of this, all, all this writer's stuff um, from uh, the, this next wave of WB cancellations and stuff is uh, you can tell the industry is having a lot of trouble because a major studio can't get a guy who kills vampires with a sword, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah an awesome doing, dude yeah. who we've been doing- kills vampires with guns and stakes and explosions. Yep. Like, hello? What 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 is why is this so difficult? We've been doing Dracula movies since the dawn of cinema. Like <laughs> he knows. Yeah, this is unreal. You, know? you trying to get it's- Wesley Snipes back or <laughs> I think they have. I mean, them. at this at this point, I, I I was reading and confirm confirm or deny this, Sean. But I was reading uh, Marshall Ali also unhappy because of all the kerfuffle going on here. Yep, absolutely. Like your movie that getting is... delayed a whole year screws up your fucking schedule. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Sam? Yes, exactly. It's it's unbelievable how you could have a problem getting Blade right, I've, and especially because there's a blueprint already. The first Blade movie Blade I contend movie. is legitimately good. I've never seen it. I've never seen. No, we got to yeah. watch that. That's got to be a, a group thing we do. I've, I've been yeah. meaning to. I, I, I watched something about like there was like a, a dance club in the first one. Yes. Yeah. It's like a big famous scene. Yeah. Yeah. We got to hit that before Halloween. We better do that soon. I watched I'm a goofy movie it. for the first time yesterday. So I, I'm, I'm going through my uh my backlist right now. They're pretty goofy similar. Movie, Blade. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I don't I don't understand that one. Um. So that announcement caused a, a cascade of delays because on October 11th, which we're now going to refer to as 10 11. Oh boy. Mar- <laughs> oh boy. Marvel announced to the world that they were going to be shifting, quote-unquote, their release dates across the board. We saw delays to many, many movies within Phase 5 and 6, and the delays are as follows. Blade, November 3rd, 2023, to September 6th, 2024. Deadpool 3, which legitimately has... Hugh Jackman's Wolverine in it. We haven't talked about that yet. We yeah. haven't even talked about that. That's so shocking. I I feel like there's not like a ton to say. Like yippee, hooray. Um, which is coming out. It was supposed to come out September sixth, twenty twenty three, uh, to November eighth, twenty twenty four, or was it? Well, it might have been September sixth, twenty twenty four. So now it's November eighth, twenty twenty four. Yeah, there we go. Fantastic Four <laughs> was delayed from November 8th, 2024 to February 14th, 2025. So as you can see, they're literally just bumping everything up by one. Because uh, Deadpool was September 6th. That's now Blade. November 8th was Fantastic Four. That's now Deadpool. Kang Dynasty is uh, actually staying at May 2nd, 2025, but Secret Wars is going from November 7th, 2025 to May 1st, 2026. Ugh. 
So we were promised two Avengers film in one, two Avengers films in one year. That's no longer happening. I'm writing to the manager. I was promised this. <laughs> and then there were untitled Marvel movies that got delayed. We don't need to go into that. Like we, who cares? Um, but those dates have shifted as well. So this caused a whole big kerfuffle, and the internet exploded. That is our main topic today. Those of you watching on Twitch, you know the routine. Five minutes or less, we'll be back. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about all of this, and I'm going to tell you my my theory about what really happened here and why I don't actually blame Blade for Fantastic Four being delayed. We'll be right back. Uh-huh. No, we don't need to. No. All right, we're back. Thank you so much for waiting, sticking around. If you're still here with us, hopefully that means you enjoy the show. If you do, please do leave us a subscription on YouTube if that's where you're watching, or a follow anywhere else. If you're watching us live on Twitch, we would love it if you could gift us a sub, or rather, give us a sub. Subscribe to our uh, to our uh, Twitch channel. If you have Amazon Prime, that's actually completely free for you to do. And we do get a little kick, so we appreciate that. And if if, if you can't do that, just make sure to follow us wherever it is that you're watching. We appreciate yeah. all the support. So let's start with the delays. We talked about how much each movie's been delayed. I want to know how badly you guys think this impacts Marvel. So... I think that a delay of this magnitude, where you're talking about things being delayed a year out and stuff like that, I think that that, especially post-D23 and stuff like that, and and San Diego, where they gave us Mm. this whole, you know, this whole timeline of their films and stuff, for this delay to happen so quickly after that, I think it looks really bad. I also think people have been... A little bit frustrated with Marvel lately. I count myself among them. People who haven't necessarily been loving what they've been putting out lately from a film standpoint and are a little bit anxious to get into what feels like should be the meat of the phase four, five, and six story, which we kind of haven't hit on yet. The most we've really gotten that pushes the story forward has been Loki. And that was at least a year ago and was a television show. So from a movie standpoint, they haven't done much. I, my opinion is like, it'll come out. Like whether or not it comes out is not a question. Like the shit's going to happen. And if it needs to bake a little longer for quality sake, so be it. Um, I'm hoping they can use this time to not fucking overwork their VFX crew. Um, there's a good little joke in the, the, the She-Hulk finale, so slight spoilers for that, where like they mentioned the Thanks. VFX crew in it. Uh, they need to go on to the next project, and then a quick Wakanda drums plays in the background. Um, so like just in, in hearing what the VFX crews have had to go through... Um, Why did like, you just spoil that? What the what? What is that? You won't, you won't catch it unless I, I unless you you know it. I had to watch it like three times before I caught that. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, if it means like that can 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 gestate a little longer, fair, fine with me. Um, if like I'm the same way about video games, like I'm I'm I am happy when there's delays almost, because I'm like, all right, fucking work on it longer. <laughs> you, can, you can never work on it too long, in my opinion. Actually, you can, because then it'll never come out, and then you have Black Adam. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm fine with it. I almost think there are other ways to get us hyped for these things at this point than announcing, you know, giving ironclad dates and then changing them Sure. two weeks later. You know, like, I don't think it at this point, it seems kind of silly that they would announce dates like that, especially post COVID. Just announce the phase like that's all we need to know. And then once you've like solidified the date, then tell us the date. Like, you know, I, I, I don't think it's ridiculous that, you know, uh, the idea that Marvel knows we're going to go see it. So lean into lean into that. Tell us what get us excited for the actual content instead of this random date that they pull out of a hat and, you know. Make it worth something. The importance of dates for films is it can't be understated. They do this for a variety of reasons. Some of it is, hey, we're staking our claim. Like, stay away from this day. For other studios to know, like, all right, for a month, you know, we can't really put out anything heavy because there's an Avengers movie in, in theaters and, you know, we can't do that. It also, of course, having a target is incredible. Being able to say to investors, this is one where you can expect this, this is that. You know, there are so many reasons why a date is important. And, 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 and it has become important for audiences. It's become something that we look forward to knowing and stuff like that. But I agree. If you can't say something is locked in, like if it can change so fast, think about it. When was San Diego? You know, when was D23? Like this is and then September. Yeah. Yeah. This is, it's not like we're talking about six months ago. If you, if, if the dates are, are so loose that this can happen, then maybe just don't tell us. We were able to excuse it. You know, at the height of COVID, because, I mean, my God, please, there were bigger concerns. And there are, still are bigger concerns. I'm not trying to say that this is the most important thing in the world. But you told us this was happening at a certain point. You actually hyped the two Avengers in one year thing. And now that's not happening. To me, that's very odd. And I think Marvel's been losing a little bit. I think they've kind of been losing. I think that their most recent batch of, of films have not been ter- like overwhelmingly well-received. Even Thor Love and Thunder, which I thought was a shoe-in, was kind of eh. You know? I think She-Hulk has been mostly positive, but there's a lot of negative. And I, <laughs> I even if you... Like, I, I, even if you, like, parse through the BS, right? The people who are being negative about it because they're misogynists or the people who are incels or like, if you remove that from the equation, there's still reasonable criticism of She-Hulk. Fair. Not that anything's ever going to not be criticized. 
but like heavily criticized. So what does Marvel have to do to get this right? To me, for me, it was the promise of a positive future. Because even Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which is dropping soon, I'm not over the moon about it anymore. I, I've I've been I think I've been brought down a few pegs by really? all of the things that I haven't enjoyed that much. And now the stuff that I was really looking forward to, which was phase five and six, is all like pushed back a year. You're that gonna sucks. be great by that point. Huh? You're gonna be great by that point. I'm already dealing with that now, Tyler. I Thank know, you for pointing that out. Hey, you'll 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 look good with the salt and pepper. You'll be fine. Listen, Tyler, I don't need your crap today, okay? It's, I've gotten enough of it. <laughs> yeah, you said 2026 for that um, Avengers film, and I'm just like, fuck. Do you remember when we thought 2022 was the future? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just, I can't imagine 2026, let alone being excited for an Avengers film right now <laughs> for 2026. Like, that would be like think, the 10-year reunion of the Secret Wars comic or something like that, right? <laughs> like the, oh, the people, the the Avengers we have now are going to have to retire at the end of it the same way Robert Downey Jr. did. Like, That's why they're doing Young Avengers. It's right. It's like I think that that is a horrible business practice at this point. We don't need to know about multiple phases at once. But because they don't make, in my opinion, they haven't been focused on making every phase matter, they have to do this. Phase four feels irrelevant. So they have to promote phase five and six to get you hyped. What what have we seen been this big bombshell? Even Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which I thought that was the movie for like the future. That was the one that was going to set us on a course. It didn't do that. It didn't do that at all. The only relevant scene in that movie as far as like the future is the last one, the after credits. Everything else even, is just whatever. And even that, like uh, we don't know. Yeah, we don't even know. Like as far as what Marvel has said, that isn't tied into anything. That could just be a tease for Doctor Strange 3. We don't know. And I think the issue is that whether or not a movie ties into the greater mythos of the MCU, being what matters is something Marvel's built up. Um, I've learned in comics to not care about what matters. I can appreciate something for what it is. Um, your your first reaction right now to talking about Multiverse of Madness is like, it didn't matter. Like, I thought it was a great movie in and of itself. I but, didn't, though. Sure. That's sure, the difference. But you also need to, you need to catch up on your Sam Raimi stuff. We need to, we need to have you watch some Evil Dead. Um, but, uh, like... That's what they've force fed us. Like, oh, this you, you got to watch this new inter, uh, this new this new chapter in the Marvel universe uh, to see where the rest of the story is going to go, which we haven't really. Well, that, that's what they've been doing since day one. That's yeah. That's literally yeah. Iron Man one. I know, and I'm saying like they've conditioned us to consider that being what matters, uh, and then for them to just have a drought of that recently, it's like, whoa, what am I watching this for? What am I doing? See, I, I I agree in in the sense that they definitely think about what's next all the time, but I feel that their movies have stood on quality as well. If if you're a fan of the MCU, this is the first time that I've been like, wait a second, I just flat out don't like these movies. 
Like Thor Love and Thunder could have had Kang in it. There could have been a, a stinger at the end that showed him and and you know, whatever. And I just didn't like the movie. That wouldn't change that. Black Panther didn't really have any like big stings for the future, just that Winter Soldier was hanging out. But that movie's <laughs> phenomenal to me. The big so stinger at the end of Black Panther is a white dude. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's my point, is like I feel like either the movie's gonna be great, you know, and really enjoyable, or it's gonna not be great, but it's at least gonna hype me up for the future. And these latest string of films haven't done either one. So what is Marvel leaning on? They're leaning on the future by showing us the schedule. Now the schedule's delayed. The movies I'm excited about are not coming out until 2025, 2026. I cannot get excited for a movie that's four years away. Come on, this is crazy. The comic spells they, will have a whole studio by that point, though. So, like, or we'll or we'll be dead. It. We don't know if Marco's alive right now. <laughs> he might not make it to Black Adam. Yeah, we should stop making jokes about that just in case. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But but he's not dead. He's fine. But but he could be. Could be. Yeah. Schrodinger's Marco. This could be a Jacob's Ladder situation. <laughs> it could be. We don't know. But I think I think Marvel has to fix that problem. Stop focusing on the big picture and make the small picture matter. Make every single movie matter. I feel like they're churning things out too much. There's way too many shows. When you look at that list of of stuff that's coming out, it's crazy. And has come out in like everything that's been on Disney Plus has been on Disney Plus for like two years. Yeah, like, all, like that. That's a two-year time frame from WandaVision to She-Hulk. They're drunk. That's and Agatha nuts. show. Why? Because whoa, people like her. That's the no, 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 no. Look, I'm a Catherine Hahn stan. So that's give me whatever. that's wonderful for every Catherine Hahn fan. We she, all have two eyes and a heart, of course. She was a piece of the story of Scarlet Witch. She does not need a television show when, yeah, you could do that in comics because, you know, you hire a writer, colorist, you know, inker, whoever you need, letterer, editor, and you put the team together. That's great. When you're making a television show, it requires a lot more than that. That's literal, actual resources that get diverted. They have to stop. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah, a comic book you're looking what a thousand bucks. Uh, a t- a TV show thousand, you're talking in the in the millions. Like, yeah. what are we doing right. here? Big that's millions. Catherine Hahn's contract, right? Yeah, Ex- exactly. What do you think Don Cheeto was about to get paid to do Armor Wars scraps? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah a, what a good joke. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm glad. That you guys caught that, but um, it, it it it's it's untenable. I really believe that, and I've said I've sung a different a different tune in the past because I love this stuff so much, and I did not think this would be the outcome. Yeah, Burnout is one bet. I'm not burned out. I just don't think it's been good, and I think part of that is due to the oversaturation on their end and a lack of focus on quality. Not everybody feels like that, but so interesting. Interesting. 
what what you just said made me think of the conversation about like the the superhero bubble and it's funny that the 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 oversaturation or whatever it's not necessarily come from the outside like you know we're not so tired of it because of what's been put out it's them putting so much pressure into the growing bubble that it's working on popping. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Without it, it feels like any idea can become a project if enough people just like it. And that's not enough. To that to me, that's just not enough. You can't even get they can't even put out a fucking Luke Cage comic book. Okay? <laughs> yep. When it costs a couple shekels. Uh-huh. But you could put it- out a show. A whole six, probably six, seven episode television show about a side character in someone else's show who, by the way, was a side character in the movies. Scarlet Witch (laughs) is (laughs) just a member of the Avengers, not the leader, not the second, not the third. She got a show. That's great. I'm happy. And then a side character in that gets a show. They were talking about doing a show for um for the for the for the FBI investigator from from that show. I forget what his name was. Uh John Boner. Uh no no Woo. Uh, no. Woo. Just Thank to say you. Boner. Jimmy Jimmy Woo. Yeah. Jimmy yeah, yeah. Woo. Come on. But to be fair, he had he was he, he could do an Agents of Atlas thing with him. Just saying. That's but that's fine. But then but, but, <laughs> but how many yeah. projects do we need? And that's part of the problem. <laughs> oh, right. We could do this. We're gonna get- we could do this. Yeah. It's, we're it's we're eventually going to get a Disney Plus series of Na- Night Thrasher. You know, like we just had Werewolf by Night that we never even talked about. Like that was a thing that I came out. I watched it. Um, but, but, but hey, it worked out, right? It was good. Okay, I don't care what you put good. out if it's good. It, yeah. it, it, it was unique. It was different. And, and by all accounts, it was done very well. So New that's fine. Too. Yeah, so that's good. That's, that's wonderful. But, but Moon Knight... Uh, come on I also don't think like they've uh, especially with their TV shows they have not perfected the pacing it's like movie mm-hmm. people started doing TV and they've never done it before you know yeah. I, I talked about this with uh, previously on, on this episode um, where like it feels like it's just a, it's just a, 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 a movie's length of, of content stretched to its brink honestly and I think that is due to the fact that it's on a streaming service. Streaming services do not have to worry about week over week ratings. And okay. so you can do things like that. And I mean, you, you literally can do it, but, but clearly it's not working out in their favor. At least I don't think so. I think that Marvel needs to feel more pressure to put out the best they can. Not just whatever, you know. Eternals, that didn't need to happen. It, it's <laughs> it, it it's it's a sequestered thing. They haven't even gone back to it. That movie came out a year ago. We haven't seen these characters again. No one's thinking about it. Why did it exist? You say that, but if Eternals was good, you'd be saying otherwise. You know what I mean? Like like Guardians of the Galaxy did not need to exist as a property, but it hit. But they had a great idea. That's the point. Sure, what was the idea sure. behind Eternals that was so great that it had to happen? Guardians yeah, of the it's Galaxy. A, it's a creative issue. It's a creative issue. Right. Exactly. That's I think what the I'm characters. I'm, yeah. I'm that 
in the old days when Kevin Feige was overseeing every film and had a deep connection with the creators and was able to figure out how does this work for you? How does this work for Marvel? Creators would leave. They would say, you know what? This 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 doesn't work for me. This isn't the right idea for me because Marvel has to have something happen for them that works for them. Okay, fine. The movies at that time, and there were some stinkers. I'm not saying no, but it, you could see why they made it. I don't see why Eternals exists. The idea is not that hot. It's not so hot that it has to be done. And then the movie wasn't that great. It, it wasn't even great. It wasn't even good. And and even still, the concept in the film itself raises more questions about the universe that don't make sense. That they're not that they don't appear to be all that interested in answering right now. And you, yeah, I'll give them time, but how many of these are we going to have? And also, just like how much time are we going to give them? You know, like are we talking into the twenties, thirties, twenty thirties, twenty forties, like? How how uh, the next Avengers film is twenty? What do we say? Twenty twenty five? Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> like, and it's not ridiculous. Like we, you know, that's what we waited for Infinity War when that came around. You know, like, but still, just I don't know. In 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 that case, right? We had an Avengers film per phase. Mm-hmm. Two in the last one, and Civil War, which was Avengers 2.5. Mm-hmm. So there was that. You could count on that. You could bank on that. And they all hit. Whether you like them or not personally, they were all blockbusters that core fans really enjoyed. So for the people they were made for, they were solid. Age of Ultron, maybe not. But overall, strong entries. Now you're saying, eh, we don't need an Avengers movie. We'll show you what we can do without the Avengers. I'm not interested. Do you think at this point they're going to start seeing real losses? No. No. It's a machine. It's an unstoppable machine at this point. Again, I think the Phase 5 and 6 slate looks really good. I really do. Deadpool's going to blow people away from a financial standpoint. Yep. Yeah. Being able to have Hugh Jackman. I think Quantumania looks awesome. Uh I'm really excited for Blade, which of course is delayed. Fantastic Four, you know, I, I don't care about it anymore. Yeah, no, a bit, bit of a grudge now, yeah. Yeah. But but I think I think that's all we've been waiting for, but we've been waiting. And we have untitled stuff too. Yeah. We have no X-Men yet, you know? Right. Like, I think all this is happening not because of Blade. I, I, I truly don't. Blade, as a concept, as a character, I don't know how much that ties into the wider MCU to the point where it would be required for it to drop exactly at that date. That I don't I don't know if I buy into that. Mm. If they were planning some big stinger at the end that like opens the doors. Okay, maybe, but I feel like if it's that important, but it's not necessarily like related to Blade, they throw that in another film. I would mm-hmm. I would imagine they've probably done that before. I actually think that they had to do this delay, and they knew they had to do this delay, and they told Basam Tariq they had to do this delay, and he said, 
I cannot do this movie. I'm contractually obligated to other things. This would take away from those. I've already agreed to those. I cannot do this movie. I have to step down. I think Bassam made the decision not for creative differences, but for scheduling differences to step away from Blade. And that Marvel has a problem in-house that required them to delay these films this way. I don't have an answer as to what the problem is, but you can't tell me that it's just a coincidence that they announced all this stuff, that they announced Deadpool with a date. They announced Hugh Jackman Mm. being in Deadpool with a firm date and then delayed it not one month later. There's no way something happened. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I, I can't be swayed from that. Something happened behind the scenes, whether it's a VFX problem where they just don't have enough or something big that we don't yet know about. But I don't think that Blade is such a huge linchpin that they could not keep their schedule without just moving that movie and keeping stuff going. I don't buy it. Maybe... Maybe it was Fantastic Four. Maybe they just, they're not ready. And that movie is so huge, they have to shift things. Mm. But I think something happened. Maybe we'll find out. Stuff like this tends to leave. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's pretty pretty tight-lipped. There's not much behind-the-scenes Marvel stuff that leaks. Yeah, that's why we knew about I mean, the three Spider-Men for years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a surprise for me. Yeah. And this, I mean, this is a pretty big set of dominoes that's fallen like do you think this is the biggest pushback they've had yeah or maybe potentially i'm wondering if it's maybe it's like the opposite maybe something freed up that they want to slot in earlier which is forcing everything else back what if x-men stuff freed up they're like oh wait you know what those those actor uh um the, the rumored uh contracts the original actors had Maybe they sorted that out, you know? Maybe the Hulk rights freed up. And they're like, whoa, we can slot in something big here. We don't want to announce it yet, but we can do it earlier to kind of get that phase going. How I'm much earlier, like though? Like... Aspect. We have a, compa- a, a comparison point to what you're bringing up. Sure. Um, so the, the closest <laughs> comparison point is actually Spider-Man. Sure. When Spider-Man was in Civil War... Obviously, that was his first appearance in the MCU. He wasn't actually supposed to be in that movie. Uh, Black Panther was. Black Panther's role was going to be a little bit bigger. And they just weren't going to have Spider-Man. But they knew that there was a possibility that it could happen. In that case, they slotted Spider-Man into the film. They rewrote it, obviously. Uh, You know, they did what they had to do. They rewrote it, slotted Spider-Man into the film. And they made it work. Then they proceeded to release Homecoming two years later, even though they didn't know they'd be able to do that. Why? Because Spider-Man and his role in the MCU wasn't so enormous that they couldn't continue with what they had arranged. So in order for me to believe what you're saying, what they have now access to would have to be so ridiculous. It would have to be the X-Men. It'd have to be yeah. so insane that it causes everything to shift. Because guess what? It'd have to shift the story. 
Spider-Man being a shift the story. He's just there. He's great, but he's just there. He doesn't do anything in any of the movies that someone else couldn't have done or been a part of. Sure. So the X-Men would literally have to be inserted into all of this and it would change everything. And I have a hard time believing that just one year is enough to get that all sorted. And that we wouldn't know about that. Right. Someone, no one scooped it. That's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. But to be fair, it's not like I know for a fact that something happened behind the scenes. But this feels like one of those times. I'm praying for a Sony level hack. That's what I want. I want to. I want to oh, know. Yeah. I want to read those emails. I want a Rockstar <clears throat> level hack. Oh, oh man, that 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 one bummed me out a little footage. bit. Yeah, I felt bad for those for the people who worked on that. Yeah, me too. Tyler Tyler wants a footage of Kevin Feige going. Uh, this Sean Bartley guy. Push Fantastic Four back. Fuck Let's him. stick him. Oh, <laughs> and I've done nothing him. but praise him. I love Kevin Feige. Maybe he hates you on behalf of me. Huh. That's really harsh. That Kale Ward guy. He's got some. He's got some good opinions. Let's uh, let's stick Sean for him. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, what do you guys think, uh, listeners? What do you, What are your thoughts on on this whole Marvel debacle? Like. I don't want to – I hate the whole, oh, we're in the end times, doom and gloom. I don't believe well, I that. Hope for I some think, doom. I'm okay with no well, gloom. I'm, doom, I'm down for that. doom, but not gloom. I, I, I think that Marvel will bounce back from this as long as they learn something. And I don't think, you know, to Kale's earlier point, I don't think that they've ever really been – had what they've been doing rejected to this degree. Mm. Money's what – money talks – but I do believe that Marvel has a listening ear. I don't think they're tuned out, but they work so far ahead that even if they've learned lessons from this phase, we're not going to see them applied until phase seven. That's just kind of how the cookie crumbles. So, yeah, I would love to know what you guys at home are thinking. Let us know in the comments section of any place you're listening to this. Also, I want to push this a little more. You can write to us at the comicspals at gmail.com. Send us a letter. Send us an email. We'd love to read it on the show. We do it every single week. Um, this is a big deal. This is a huge deal. Uh, and you can tell by how active people have been on Twitter regarding this massive set of delays. Um, yeah, share your thoughts with us. Also, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the comics pals. $3 a month gets you access to our newsletters. Any more than that gets you a lot of other really cool stuff as well. You can vote in our for our book clubs, which that's up right now on our Patreon page. The choices are vote, Thunderbolts. You can vote for, uh, for Sean or I's uh, options. You're not in it. Oh, oh, I see what you I'm mean. I'm just saying that's the trajectory <laughs> it's been so far. You know why, right? Because Marco picked some really obscure shit, uh, and Kale picked Crisis on Infinite Earths five times. Pretty much. I didn't pick that this time, did I? No, you picked time, um, no, no. I think you picked Tarot County this time. Yeah, you picked Tarot County. I think Marco just picked stuff that won't get picked. Hey, smart guy. Fair enough. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash the comics pals to watch this show live every single Saturday at 1015 a.m. Eastern. Uh, 6 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays for Pals Pulls. Come hang out with us. 
on that show where we review comics. If you love to read them, we love to talk about them. So let's do that on Thursday. Uh, join our Discord server. We're always having a fun time over there. It's a blast. We love the Discord server. The community is phenomenal. Almost every single person who joined us live this week is is over there. So the, the Discord server is where the uh, the the bet was made about Fantastic Four. So like, yeah, that's, that's right. Discord, yeah. You know? If you're lucky, you could get a, a sick new omnibus from a, a member of the Comics Pals. Just any any old time you want to make a bet. I am not one who is known for turning bets down. Oh, good to know. Yeah. So uh, you want to challenge me? Let's do it. What's our bet? We, we have $500 on. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had a bet? But. We still, it's, we still have a bet. It was five hundred dollars on the Sinister, Sinister Six. Six not having a a title oh, film yeah. Yeah, yeah. by twenty twenty eight. I think it's twenty eight. <laughs> you guys went that far out. Yeah, yeah, Man. yeah. In retrospect, I don't know why I made that bet. <laughs> Wait, who was on? You? That shit ain't gonna happen. Kale, I'm gonna owe you Kale, some you big said, money. You dude. said yes. Ooh, baby. <laughs> What's that, Tyler? Sean, you said it would come out, and Kale said it, it wouldn't. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, that's you still, Sony. You, you, you were still banking on Chameleon at that point, weren't you? Well, <laughs> I, I, just because, like, especially at that time, I was knee-deep in the Sony hacks, and it's been their dream since the early to mid-2000s to make this movie. But now mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to happen. We'll see. Plus, yeah, plus they uh, they announced Craven, Silver Sable, Fucking right. Morbius you know, at there the was time. A, Man of Web Morbius. in production currently. Yep. Yeah. So I felt like they were clearly that. building towards it. But now now that I've been disappointed with this Fantastic Four thing, I, I, I'm done with all bets. Well, Until the next uh, thank you, Thank you, MCU, for curing uh, Sean's <laughs> gambling habit. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not I don't gamble at all. I went to Vegas. I didn't get I didn't spend one dollar on gambling. It's just I just like to bet people. For fun over here, you like the just, gloat not even rather like than that. the actual gain. Sorry, you like the, the gloat that you can get over the actual gain of the bet. No, I like the what it does for the show. Fair, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's a good angle. I'll do anything for the show, except um, dress up for the Hellfire Gala. Howard, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, what else do I have to plug? Uh, you guys know all the rest. Kale, plug yourself. Oh, usually my wife tells me that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Comics Pals. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Toto in Toe. That's T-O-T-O-I-N-T-O-W. You can find my work at KaleWard.com and Amazon.com or your local comic book store because you can pick up Adam the Beginning, um, uh, a manga that I lettered for Titan. Um, that is out and in stores. Uh, please go pick it up. It's a Tezuka idea that is really, really cool. Um, I think, you know, if you like fighting robots, you'll really like this. Um, mm. So, yeah, please, please go uh, pick it up. A couple people in Discord already picked it up from what I saw. I saw some pictures of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I don't even have my comps yet. Real mad about it. Well, that's is that just an, an England thing, you know, like. Uh, Titan thing, yeah. you know. They're due though. Like, you should have had so. How many comps yeah. do you get? Like, how, how does that how does that work? You get like a box. Uh, this is my first one, man. I don't know. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> I'm curious. Tyler, 
Uh, you can follow me at the Tyler Olson on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, what can you talk to me about? Shit. Um, whatever you want. I'll talk to you about whatever. Except Draculas. I don't like Draculas. Don't talk to me about Draculas. Or Craculas. Especially, as I oh my God. <laughs> Especially <laughs> not with this blade delay. I'm done with the Draculas, man. It's too spooky right now. It's spooky season. I'll never forget the date, 10-11. I'll never... I'll never let that. I won't go. either because I had to edit it into that. I edited uh, the the title screens for the dates were uh, the the same uh, sound effect and font used in the Majora's Mask uh, yep. Dawn of the First Day. Yep. I caught that. Yep, <laughs> a little, a little Easter egg there for you. I thought, I thought you'd get that, Cal. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram only at Sean Soapbox if you want to donate to the fund uh, to pay Kefis or to buy Kefis and Omnibus. <laughs> I mean, I haven't given Kevin's up. His Patreon not... money is getting recycled back to him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Marco's using the Patreon money for, you know, a certain fund. Uh, Whatever nefarious <laughs> scheme he's got going on. Well, we joked. Uh, we joked off. Well, I don't even know if I should say that. Um, never mind. Yeah, I won't say that. But uh, yeah, so I, I'm not going to misappropriate our funds. Okay. Don't worry about it. It'll come out of my pocket. <laughs> I want, yeah, I want my bet money straight out of your wallet. Oh, you will. You, <laughs> if you even, win the bet, you will get it. Yeah. Don't even. If I sniff Patreon on this, you'll, ooh, you'll be sorry. One thing I think you could say about me is that I, uh, I keep it professional. I would never, I would never uh, steal from, I'm not a crook. I'm not a right. crook. Yeah, yeah. That's what Richard before. Nixon said. It, exactly. Well, big old, all right. big old he was tricky lying. dick move right there. Tricky dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, guys. For Tyler and Kale and Marco, who's missing, I'm Sean saying until next time, take care, guys. See you next week.